asked me was where I liked it. I told him. This is a gays only event. Howdy, niggas. What? What's going on? No, the I'm weed. Welcome to the One and a Half Lesbians Podcast. I'm Adriana, the lesbian. And I'm B the Half. We upload every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in every week. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1.5lesbians to stay up to date and continue the conversation. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter for um, more debauchery and subtle tweets of how I'm better than you at Namaste Woke. <laughs> And you can follow me on Twitter at UltraLesbeam for our music thoughts, etc. Don't forget we have a Patreon to give you guys extra content. Thanks to our two new Patreons um, that popped up. Her. I saw the $15 and then they changed it to one. I was like, damn it. It was a mistake. <laughs> they said big mistake. Big mistake, but it's okay. We still appreciate you. And you can become a Patreon at patreon.com slash one and a half lesbians. Now let's get into the show. Did capitalism win this week? Um, yes, just because I feel like my spirit has been down this week, so I'm going to blame it on capitalism. Oh, you got to take a nice bath. Like, I was feeling really... Ice bath? No, a nice bath. Oh, I was like, girl, ice. <laughs> no, 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 you got to take a nice bath and, like, stretch. Yo. But then I need to clean my bathtub, so I'm avoiding. Mm, okay, <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, I took a nice-ass bath. Not that, like, a bath will, like, cure depression, but... You know, give you have a little nice moment. You know, you know, <laughs> like I took a I took a nice bath with some Epsom salt and I put like some basil and some bay leaves and stuff in it and I like stretched while I was in the bath and I was like, wait a minute, bitch! I was like, feel like all my inhibitions <laughs> coming off in the in the tub, and I like felt really good afterwards and I texted everybody in my family. I was like, you guys should take a bath. <laughs> Maybe like, this really worked for me. Yeah, like, I was like, I was like, not saying it's gonna cure anything, but it really helped. And my grandma was like, took one earlier this week. I will follow your message and take another <laughs> one. I was like, thank you, grandma. <laughs> Everyone lost this week though, because one, we just did. Yeah, we just lost the just like in general, like the planets are also just what the fuck? fucking us what up. The like fuck? I was like, oh, like is this why? Like yeah, I'm bro. feeling this. I was like, first Yo. it was Mercury retrograde, and then it was some other planets retrograde. And now it's like, Cancer season. I wouldn't be keeping up no more. I think my astrology phase is over. <laughs> I I I'd be noticing. Um, I still kind of do my astrology stuff and like my spirituality stuff, but. Um, also, Biden, like, signed a bill putting anti-capitalism and those who, that oppose the government in any fashion. Yeah, I was like, like, uh... Now we're in the same category <laughs> as terrorists? I literally saw that. I was like, hmm. I was like, this sound kind of... I was like... Familiar. Um, so... <laughs> 1.5 Lesbians is over, party? Like, right. <laughs> I was like, bitch, I was like, terrorists? I was like, when we come back in the fall, we're going to be like, wow, we love President wow. Biden. We stand Kamala Harris. <laughs> when I tell you, if you see me standing on Twitter for them, just know the FBI knocked on my door and was like, you need to fix that shit, bitch. It's um, like, you said, what about Joe Biden? Yeah, I saw that shit. I actually got shook. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait, um... <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody was like, you only have to be violent. I was like, yeah, but do I trust the government to tell me what's violent and what's not? So Right. I was like, I was like, look what like 
quote Israel is doing. Yeah. Like, um, I was like, the U.S. is only a hop, jump, and a skip away from doing was, the same shit. Yeah, I was like, they be running them up for anything. You know, Stan, Nancy Pelosi, um, mm. love the kente cloth. Mm. Love the Juneteenth <laughs> signing. You know, I really felt that that was doing something for right. the nation. I really felt like it was not performative. No, deep mm. in my heart, yeah. I know that they were true. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was just great. It was a great show of like support for Black Americans. Like this week, Nancy Pelosi and a group of Black lawmakers, like they even sang "Lift Every Voice and Sing," which is the Black national anthem. Can you believe that, guys? They sang the Black National Anthem for us <laughs> on CNN. And a whole and they made a whole ceremony for this one bill, signing Juneteenth as a federal holiday. Wow, isn't that incredible, guys? That's incredible. I'm so glad mm. that white people get another day off. It's like, look, you, you didn't do anything. Again. <laughs> you saved the city. You didn't do anything. <laughs> and why they had the nigga on the mic being the loudest one? He was off key as shit. See, but for real, I've never, I haven't heard that video. I could not bring Protect myself your peace. to, literally, I was like, I'm protecting my peace. Like, I'm never clicking on that Yo, video. Yeah, when like, I told I you I was in serious, why they gave him the mic, he could not hit one note. Child. So funny. How hard is it to find a nigga who can sing? Apparently. Well, you know what? This is my only uh, proclamation for why church and state should maybe be intertwined. What, the singers? The singers? <laughs> Maybe bring back God into the schools. Bruh. Maybe bring gospel music back into the schools. For real. Because, mm, <laughs> side mm. note, like all the gospel singers that be on the Terrell show. Yeah. Bruh, it always the gospel singers. They sing down. Yeah, like, sing down. I'm mad. I'm mad though. The other week I said like I was bragging about the Terrell show and then I watched two episodes in a row of some songwriters who are, I was like, I saw, I see why y'all are songwriters because <laughs> y'all can't sing that well. Hey. I was like, why you have me up here saying this show, there were singers on this show and then you put these people on here that can't sing. Did he say there were singers or songwriters? It don't matter. He said there were songwriters, not But singers. they were on to the Terrell show to sing. Um, I was like, are you serious? I was like, I was just saying y'all had singers on here. You know what? Two does not negate me. the entire. We've had, we've had, we've had some iffy episodes. Can't say that we haven't. Right. Like one of the girls from Fifth Harmony was on there and I was like, oh, mm. baby, no. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh, no, baby. Daisy mm. <laughs> <Gazing> me. <laughs> um, but back to Juneteenth. Yeah. Why do white people get Juneteenth off? Because it's a federal they holiday. I was like, deserve. this don't feel right. And I was like, and not every job even recognizes all the federal holidays. Yeah. So. And I think some lawmakers in Texas were like, how many holidays are too many? I was like, what? How are you complaining about getting right. days off? You don't be saying shit from September to December. Like, yo, shut the fuck it'd up. be back to back holidays. Literally. I was like, I don't hear you complaining then. Okay. Them three day weekends be hitting though. Okay. Um, speaking of Juneteenth though, I was on No Dumb Answers with Mark and Brad for their Juneteenth episode this week. So you guys should check that out. Comes out on Wednesdays. It's another queer podcast hosted by a black, gay, emo-looking lesbian with dreadlocks. Um, Kayla, who listens to the show. Shout out to you. Yeah. Basically, the whole podcast is direct commentary about, like, the white maleness of the podcasting industry and, you know, all that good stuff. So I think if you like improv comedy or, like, if you like kind of a more scripted podcast that's kind of, like, bit-ish, I think you'd find it really interesting. We also talked about, like, Juneteenth, Terrible Pride merch possible mashup between Juneteenth and Pride March coming up in the next two years mm. would not be surprised. I rebuke it. Can you imagine a rainbow like An- Ankara or like Kente Claus? Like I can't. 
you know, get the Nigerian aunties and the gile with the oh, brother. <laughs> with the sparkles, like might happen. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, but also the interview to internet BFF pipeline is very strong. Like, me and Kayla have been just sending each other memes, and I really love it. Like, I'm kind of... Kayla, if you're free on Wednesday, I'm free on Wednesday. If you want to hang out... Going new best friend. Going new best friend. Like, <laughs> I, I was on the interview call, and they were like, okay, you can leave. I was like, I kind of don't want to. I was like, I'm kind of enjoying talking Aww, to you. We love friendship. <laughs> so, that's fun. I think it was funny. You guys should go listen, support other queer podcasters. Also, other gay stuff. Tuca and Brady's gay for season two. Per, I didn't even know season two was out yet. Uh, they're dropping it week by week, which so is annoying. I will be waiting until it's all released. I didn't even realize it was going to be week by week, and I watched the first episode, and I was like, damn, this shit is gay. I was like, oh, these bitches gay for real. Period. Love to see it. Yeah. Love a good development from season one. Very gay. Very gay. Yeah, I was like, wow, I love this show. Love that. Love it's on show. like Adult Swim now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's on Adult Swim. I think the first episode, they dropped it on YouTube on their channel. So I was like, yay. I think it's, yeah, it's definitely coming out every week on Sundays. Okay. Um, we're not sponsored by Adult Swim. I just really like this show. It is a really good show. Season one was excellent. Yeah, it's really good. I think season one is um, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But yeah, quite excellent. Netflix, they just be canceling anything. They fumbled the bag with that show, bruh. Like, why? Why would you cancel the show? They cancel any show. Like, I really don't know what's going on in their, like... Department. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I was like, we like this show, actually. And a bunch of their shows be gaining, like, big fan bases. And then they're like, okay, season one was it. It's like, you're literally fumbling the bag. Yeah, I... That was pretty much one of the shows I only had my Netflix account for. I mean, I'm not paying for it, but that's (laughs) why I was still logged into Netflix. Um, but I'm excited for season two because if it's as gay as that first episode was, oh yeah, that episode was very, very, very homosexual, very homosexual. Even we even got like little stud representation. Oh, oh, I was like, okay, okay. We love to see it. Um, We'll be tuning in whenever all the episodes have been released because I want to binge watch it. Yeah, I was really mad. I was like, I kind of want to binge watch this, but I can't. So I was just sitting in bed, like kind of like. I don't know, what's the cartoon equivalent to being, like, sexually frustrated? Like, whatever that was, that was it. To, to TV show. Yeah, to TV shows. I was like, <laughs> I'm, like, cartoon, like, I don't know. Like, not, I don't want to say cartoons frustrated because that makes it sound like I'm watching hentai. Like, no, <laughs> that's not what I mean. But, yeah, there's a little bit of stud representation in there. You guys should definitely watch it. It's gay. Speaking of studs, happy Father's Day to everyone besides she, her, daddy, Child, lesbians. Everybody said, they said, happy Zaddy's Day. I said, girls, like, of course enough. the lesbians are. Enough, <laughs> enough. Yeah, I am can't tell you how many she, her, daddy, lesbians. Unfortunately, why am I following them on Instagram anyway? I don't know. They're kind of sexy. Um, I was about to say, I was like, you know why you're following them. They're sexy, <laughs> but I was like, also, you all are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Like, as a whole, y'all are just the fuck terrible. So, Father's Day is not for you. I'm sorry. It's not. And we should put an end to she, her, daddy, lesbians. We should. <laughs> I'll let y'all have it. I'm just, I'm no. just, just stay over there. I don't no. care what people do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, ugh. And, you know, I feel like all of us have to date a she, her, daddy, lesbian at some point. Mm. I do not foresee that for me, because I'm. Who the fuck? I'm not calling you daddy. The I fuck? was tricked into it. I didn't know nope. that they were a she, her, daddy oh. lesbian before we started fucking with each other. And they were like, yeah, like, they were, I was like, so, like, what are you into? I was like, hair pulling. They're like, you know, I do the hair pulling, you know. 
call me daddy. I was like, oh, mm, God. No. Lord, let's exit out right now. You can <laughs> leave right now. I feel like everybody has to date a corny stud at some point. I like, can't. If, if I s- date a corny stud, it's going to be, like, an older... Like I cannot, <laughs> like a like a forty plus. Yeah, I can like, see you. Dating I cannot date no corny lesbian that's my age. Like, how no. the fuck are you this corny? And we're both this. Yo, <laughs> no, I can't. I've already I've done my service. I put in my time. I'm getting my pension and my therapy from after doing that shit. <laughs> Stop. Enough. Yeah. No more. No. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, and they'd be wearing the daddy hats. I'm like, take that shit off. Why are you wearing... We're at fucking... I'm Bashi Grill. I, I literally... The one I just saw on Twitter had the daddy hat. They all on. have it. Ugh. I mean, she's fine, though. But I know, and that's the sick part. That's the fucking sick that's ass part. I'm just part. gonna let y'all have it. Like, y'all are still fine, so, like, y'all can do that shit over there. Over there. Over there. Just, like, they always want you to, like, fight their ex-girlfriends for they love. Like, leave me alone. No, I'm, thank you. No, thanks. I'm too lazy to fight. I'm not fighting. And your girlfriend is nuts i'm not doing it she will shoot me talking about i always wanted you Mm-mm. if he t- i don't need to get into that don't fall for that <laughs> don't fall for that and stop falling for these uh non-binary niggas named kai i said it earlier this week on twitter but i was like each and every non-binary nigga that's named kai will cheat on you yeah, rewind they, to when we watched are you the ones he's an eight that nigga you, named kai. i didn't even think about that messy one messy as hell messy as hell stop dating these kai ass niggas <laughs> <laughs> stop it yeah, every, I've heard horror stories about them. I've never dated a Kai, but. Yeah, me either. I was like, wow, is this the um, non-binary equivalent to, like, the mixed kid, Jaden? Because it'd be every nigga named Kai. It'd be, like. It's a popular name. We gotta, we gotta pick a new one. New names, guys. New names. New names. There's a very wide variety. Y'all will name yourselves after every letter in the alphabet, any piece me. of nature outside. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I know what, three niggas' that names are letters. No, my dear niggas, we be naming ourselves anything. Like, why am I arguing with the nigga named Socks? Like, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, me, Loki, I was like shortening it to A online. I was like, I'm joining the alphabet crew. Like, I'm joining the alphabet crew. Why not? Why not? I kind of fuck with it. I fuck with naming yourself after just an inanimate object. Yeah. I think that's going to be the next generation of names anyway. Like, we're out of shit now. You know, like, 50s, they had, like, shit like Willie Earl and Ernest and, like, <laughs> Jebediah. And then, the, like, the 90s, you got, like, Nas and, like, Damon. And then, like, <laughs> 2000s, you got the, like, apostrophe children. Like, yeah, the loves and the The loves and the shows. Which was kind of iconic that we, right. as it. Funny enough, I was literally thinking this yesterday. It was. I was like, our na- like the names we created kind of snap. Like they it rolls did. off the tongue they nicely. did. Because I'm like, even without internet, like how did a whole generation have a subsection of names? That speaks to the ingenuity of community. black people and community. Yeah, I'm the apostrophe gang. That was yeah. an iconic time. All the loves, the does, the nuz. And their middle names were all, like, famous singers, like Sierra. Yeah, like like, Marie or Hope or something. Yeah, like, gotta give it up for them. I think the next generation is gonna be largely, like, more inanimate object names. Maybe. Because it's like, where do we go from here? I'm I'm, I'm going, uh, ending my bloodline. Yeah, bloodline stops here. Don't have to worry about that. The more I hear about pregnancy, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yuck. No. Because did you see that tweet and it was talking about how childbirth is painful for babies as well? Oh, yeah. Like, it's traumatic. I was like, I didn't even know that. Yeah. And the replies are like, yeah, like, their first breath is the most painful because they're going from, like, breathing in, like, water to, like, <laughs> air. And I was like, oh, like, 
Is that what think about that? That's so sad. <laughs> like, what the hell? And like a C-section is apparently worse because like you're literally like tearing the baby out. Yeah. And then Damn, yeah, and I was the, a C-section baby. And the lady was like massaging the little baby, and yeah, he had a knot really in his cute. back. I was like, how you got a knot in your back? I was like, I was like, you're like five days old, bro. The world would be a better place if I got massaged as a child. <laughs> it would. I wouldn't be as grumpy. <laughs> You're just carrying that, like, residual trauma from birth. But, I I mean, I'm not, like, blaming anybody. But I'm like, how did you, like, how do you even know? True. And apparently doctors wouldn't give, like, babies anesthesia during surgery and stuff because they didn't think they could feel pain. Which doesn't make sense to me, but. You would feel like, you would think, like. Like, y'all are very not smart. Yeah, for some doctors. (laughs) Very unsmart. (laughs) Yeah, you would think, like, a baby would feel the most pain because they cry off anything. Right. I was like, they're just a small human. Yeah. Like, if a big human would need anesthesia, why would a small human not need anesthesia? I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know what? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. You know what? I have no goals to be a doctor. <laughs> Take it back to queer people. I know I've been complaining about rainbow capitalism quite a bit, so I found a solution because I am a solution finder as well sometimes. Um, Rise Market is an online marketplace. It's queer-owned and operated, and it's not like a super solution to rainbow capitalism, but I think like if you're looking for a one-stop shop to buy queer merch by queer people... Like that's part of like the rules that have to mm. you have to be to be a seller on there. So it's, how they act for evidence? They just be like, I guess, I don't know. Send a, a photo of your send gayest a photo. photo. You <laughs> send your gayest photo <laughs> in. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how they check, but I'm just gonna assume that they have some checking process. I don't know. I didn't try to sell anything on there, yeah. but I was like, that's cool that there's like kind of a one stop shop to find some queer merch by queer people because. I don't know. I saw a lot of people being like, well, I don't know where to buy any. I was like, your friends, but um, that's neither here nor there. Ooh. Yeah, I was like, just buy it from, like, I don't know. So I don't, y'all don't be supporting our friends? Yikes. Mm, rebuttal. Some of your friends have terrible merch and just stuff in general and y'all don't be telling them. Bloop. So there's that. Sad. But maybe check out Rise Market. I saw a couple of pieces that I liked from there. I did purchase a few things. Um, Is it an app or is it just a website? It's just a website. Oh, okay. And they have, like, a Instagram. I don't know how they'd be doing Instagram and making Instagram be looking pretty. I was like, damn, I can't even it's do that. It's a talent. It's a talent, for real. Hats off to people who can do Instagram, because I can't. Yeah, I don't. I, you see, I'd never promote my Instagram. I'm just like, this is, <laughs> like, why I don't, I don't even need to do this. Like, <laughs> But how did your Juneteenth go? It was okay. I I had, like, a early, like, Father's Day lunch mm-hmm. with my grandpa and my dad. And I was like, that's cute or whatever. Okay, that's nice. And then I just chilled the rest of the day, okay. and then we watched Pete Alley. That's fun. Um, I went to, like, a Juneteenth marketplace thing, which was kind of cute. I got this shirt that says Protect Black Women, and it has Cicely Tyson on it for whatever reason. I was like... She's a black woman. She's a black woman. I was like, you definitely don't have the license and copyright, but the shirt is $30, <laughs> so I'll get it. <laughs> but yeah, and then um, went to a couple of, like, the little outdoor Juneteenth markets. Niggas was grilling food and stuff, but... I feel like, because I went to a couple of Juneteenth things, not last year, but the previous year, and there was no white people there. Why, as soon as the federal holiday, all these white people showed up at the Juneteenth thing? I went to this one, and, like, white people walked in, and literally the whole place got silent. Like, we all were just, like, staring at them. <laughs> like, I swear, even the music stopped, because we were like, what the fuck? Like, why are y'all here? Why are y'all here? And they were, like, just touching everything, and they are like, oh, this is so cute, and then didn't buy anything, and then left. Okay. The disrespect. The very least you could have done. 
right we'll spend some money spend some money you should buy something from everybody really for real yeah i was like um i was like because the sign outside definitely said juneteenth event i was like why would you think that this is meant for you they're like what's this hmm yeah, and I was like, and the place that it was at is an African-American museum. Not saying that you can't go inside the African-American museum, but I was like, you only see niggas in here, and you're like, mm, fine by me. I'm like, I don't know. It's really just the way it's just, like, commodified immediately. Yeah, like, we're seeing it in real time. It's crazy. And, like, like I never even really celebrated Juneteenth, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, damn, can y'all just let niggas have it? Who One thing, it? one holiday. Like, this is the one holiday that should be non-capitalist. Given the fact that black people are literally celebrating not being capital anymore? I mean, I feel like we'd still find a way to make it capitalist because even if it was just black people, we, we've all been, they've been pivoting to the buy from black businesses thing. Fair. So they would just make it black capitalism. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, that's true. That's very true. There is no, there is no escape. There is no escape. Like, get me off this planet. <laughs> Damn. What? I know some places do, like, parades and stuff like that. I'm not sure if Baltimore would close off streets to do parades. But there was, like, a lot of performances at the thing. Like, people were, like, showcasing art. And, like, mm-hmm. so it wasn't, like, all about selling stuff. Um, it was just kind of, like, there if you want it kind of thing. And then, like, you know, entertainers were playing. And, like, you could donate money to them if you wanted to. And, like, it was just kind of, like, a large gathering space of, like, you could look at the art that was inside the museum, which is all black art. Um, there was, like, a couple of non-black people giving free massages to black people there. I was like, this is kind of cool. I didn't get one. Okay, reparations. Yeah, I was like... In whatever form you can give it in. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, they had, like, an acupuncture thing for black people and, like, a massage thing. I didn't get one just because there was a long-ass line, of course, but there was a couple of cool things. So I was like, I think if we... I don't know. I'm like, there's no way to inherently make it not capitalist because we live in a capitalist society. But I'm like, you know, reparations would be nice. A little. Right? Yeah. I got a couple dollars from a few white people. One person sent me some. Shout out to Kay because I've actually gotten some from you before. Oh, per. I was like, you're the only white person allowed to listen to this <laughs> podcast because the rest Wait, of y'all listen? Wait, ain't do... paying up. I'm screaming. Did they, they've sent us money before? Yeah, th- uh, this is a- the person who gave me their Disney Plus login. Oh, per. I was like, oh, I recognize your name in my Venmo. Like, per. hello. <laughs> hey, Kay. <laughs> I'm just hey. calling you Kay for short. You know who you are. Shout out to we you. We love that. Yeah, I didn't see any money in the um, podcast cash app. Whitey's pay up. Right. I'm just like, I know. And y'all be DMing me. So that's how I know. I should go DM right. them right now and be like, so <laughs> I know you'd be listening. Right. That girl who sent me that ridiculous IG DM, I should have seen your face in mine. <laughs> <laughs> I would never get over that DM. I would never get over it. That is so funny. Okay. Kay's the only mm. white person allowed to listen yeah. to this podcast. Like, other whiteys listening, you need to give us something if you want to keep listening. Like I'll find you. I need a monthly donation. Because it's not like y'all do it in silence. That's the funniest part. <laughs> <laughs> I see I see y'all on the Twitter page as well. Yeah. I, the people every, who have mentioned us, I see that white profile pic. I feel like you should send us some. Every, it's so funny because everybody who follows the podcast page, I do like an in-depth like scroll of their profile. Yep. I'd be looking. I'm like, mm-hmm. I do be looking because somebody followed us once and then in their bio, they were like FB, they were like future FBI informant or some shit like that. I was like, block. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I was like, bitch, I know you're not coming up here with no FBI in your bio. For I was like, real. what the hell? I was like, we are 
not for that over here. I was also like, you're the worst FBI informant of all time. Right. Like, ain't you supposed to be keeping that on the low? Maybe. I was like, you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. Can't even hold water. <laughs> Goddamn. I should report you to your, uh, <laughs> to your boss. Or there's like the sex pages that will follow us. No, no reading of anything on the profile. Just vibes. Just vibes. <laughs> like we got added to this one list called lesbians. And then I looked at the guy's profile pic. And you know when somebody takes a picture when they're horny as fuck? Like you can tell in their eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like low. It was like low at the oh, crotch. no. I mean, it wasn't a dick pic, but no. he's like mouth halfway open, sweaty. No. I was like, you just got nar, finished jacking off. Huh? I was like, we have a cartoon Abby. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, I blocked them immediately, but I was like, you didn't even look. <laughs> you didn't even look. We literally have a cartoon, Abby. Nothing about sex. We don't, we barely even talk about sex. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. Speaking of sex, music kind of is like sex. Orgasm to the ears. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> These transitions get more... Abrupt. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But yes, I finally listened to some new music. <laughs> because um, Eve's Tumor's album was tired, baby. I mean, I'm still, it's still in rotation, though. Don't get me wrong. Eve's Tumor album was on his last leg. Talking about, <laughs> can you play something else, bitch, please? <laughs> Leave me alone. He's <laughs> like, I'm the tortured mind. I'm the tortured mind. I don't care. I'm still listening to it on repeat because it's a good ass album. <laughs> What'd you listen to this week? But I listened to Rochelle Jordan's album, Play With The Changes, because you sent it to me. I did, and Kelsey sent it to me. Thanks, Kelsey. I know you listen. <laughs> and yeah, this album came out in April this year, and I was like, ooh, like, okay, it's a little something to bop to. Very new. Very new. Fresh off the presses, in fact. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of her before, but I was like, okay, like, I like her sound. I like mm-hmm. her voice. It's giving us, like, nostalgia, mm-hmm. but fresh. Yeah, it definitely gives me, like, I mean... I also read afterwards that she was Canadian, but I was like, this is definitely giving me, like, city, maybe, like, Toronto-esque, late night, Ooh, like... Not you being able to pick it out immediately. Yo, she had the sound. I was like, this is definitely giving me, like, I don't know. I love this album. It really gives me one of Drake's girls, though. Like, I... <laughs> not Drake's girl. Like, <laughs> but it's what Drake thinks he is, what he's giving. You know what I mean? Uh, Sure. It's what Drake thinks he's giving, but this album was very, like, I'm taking a slow drive through the city at in the middle of the night, and, like, maybe I'm stopping at a couple clubs, I'm, you know, I'm meeting up with my ex and telling him I don't want him no more, like, it's just, it's so much. It was really <laughs> beautifully done, and I love this cover art. I love yeah, this cover art. Yeah, the album, I was like, love. Oh, I don't fuck with it. I thought it was a real picture, but I think it's painted. I don't know what it I is. I feel like that's what gave it that Jenny Say quality. Yes. I was like, okay, paint? Loved this photo. What are your favorites? My favorites, Next to You, it's a bop. It's mm-hmm. a bop. And then Broken Steel, I feel like it's a little more slow R&B. Mm-hmm. Those ones, it's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like that like that dreamy, yeah, like that space dreamy feely. sound. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever get tired of that song. I mean, of that sound. Is that sound. the one that's like... No, that's not it. That's nothing left. Oh, okay. But I that did, one too. I literally didn't even... Like, because the album, I just played it as one. It literally flows as one piece of art. Yeah. It's very good. It's very good. And Count It, I was like, yeah, this one is it. <laughs> this one's it. 
and also Dancing Elephants, also it. Yeah. I need to be in somebody's corona-free club <laughs> dancing to this song. This album is so good. Uh, thanks, Kelsey, for the suggestion. At first, I was like, how do you know what kind of music I would like? But then I, was, <laughs> I listened to it. I was like, actually, this is a moment. Like, I was in, like, you know, I have the colored lights in here. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I had the, yeah. the pink and blue lights. And I was <laughs> dancing around in here. Oh, my goodness. And I went on her Instagram. I was like, beautiful girl. Like, just whole package. I, and I think the last album that she dropped was a while ago. I was like, oh, you've been working on this. Mm-hmm. Let me find the exact one. Yeah, the previous album was from 2014. Oh, I was like, you've been working on this, and I can tell. See, we love a a quality album. Like, when you can hear that they took their time on it. Oh, yes, definitely took their time on Mm. this one. But I am placing bets that she's going to be in, like, Drake's next Arsenal woman. I don't know why, but, like, the sound, it it literally, I was like, he either is going to bite her style, feature on a song, or try to date her. One of the three. Cause I looked at her, I was like, "You have the the Drake girl look, Mm-mm. and you have the sound." I was like, "Yes, I'm so- no Drake." I was like, "Say no to Drake, baby." No Drake. Say no to him. <laughs> but regardless, no love still a great album. Yeah, S- highly recommend. We'll really be listening good. to it on repeat. Really good. At least the next week or so. Really, really good. I also took a trip to the past and been listening to a lot of Khalees recently, specifically um, the Tasty album and the Kaleidoscope extended version album because she has all those remixes on there uh love please like i've actually never heard <gasps> any police albums oh you have to take you have to take i feel like that that time was in the very much christian household no secular music era yeah we we weren't allowed that's why i took a <laughs> visit back because i was like you know what i don't ever so i never listened <laughs> like i listened to a few things like that would come on the radio or that i would hear in passing but um yeah like the one song yeah milkshake yeah but i, I never like, took I like a deep one. dive uh, but i yeah i really took a deep dive this week and the tasty album because um sugar honey iced tea came on my like, I was just playing music, and it just came on. I was like, oh, I was like, I remember this song. So then I just decided to listen to the whole Tasty album. And I was like, actually, this album was kind of excellent. Like, I mean, everybody's like, oh, yeah, Milkshake. But I'm like, Millionaire, Sugar Honey Iced Tea, Attention, Rolling Through the Hood, Protect My Heart. Like, those were all really good songs. She got hits? Yeah. And, like, I think they never, because everybody's always like, oh, yeah, Khalees was, like, ahead of her time. But, like, when you hear the music, it's still very fresh. Like, these are still sounds mm-hmm. that I don't hear explored a lot. And Kaleidoscope, her album from 99, was really, really good. Like, I even watched the when she performed Caught Out There, which was supposed to be, like, her hit single from it. But in the performance, she she has, like, pink dyed hair, and she's wearing, like, a, a white beater, like, cut off, and, like, some jeans. I was like, bitch, I wear that outfit to this day. <laughs> and then in the middle of, like, one of the hooks, she pulls out a gun on stage while she's singing. Oh. And, um, and, like, she's, like, screaming in the song a little bit, too, like, for the hook. And everybody in the audience is looking at her like she's just literally grown, grown three heads. But I was like, this is a completely normal performance. <laughs> like for today, if somebody pulled out a gun on stage, like if and she's like singing how she hates this man that cheated on her. I was like, I was like, yeah, that adds up. Yeah, I was like, that adds up. And I'd even say someone would call it boring on Twitter. <laughs> They'd be like, mm, overdone. Like the <laughs> fact that like this is now what we are just starting to get into was just so funny to me. Um, but on Kaleidoscope, the extended version, she has, like, five remixes of Get Along With You. She has, like, a couple club remixes, a slow, 
a slow version. Pharrell's edit. Pharrell was in his bag, even though he mm-hmm. never paid her. Right. I was about to say, like, didn't he steal from her? Yeah, he did. But he was in his bag on this produ- on this production. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Sorry. Like, say what you want about Pharrell, but the production. The production always on. Point. Yeah. He is a shicey motherfucker, though. Mm. Yeah, I I love Khalees because I I think I like was getting into it a lot because I was watching some of her interviews when she was just talking about how she just was farming and living her life and doing her thing. And I was like, damn. Yeah, I was like, damn, I want to farm. I want to farm. I want to do it. And not actually farm it. Oh. Someone else farmed the land. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Someone else in my, my community. So what are you going to be doing the on, the, on the farm? I'm just going to tend to like my little weed garden in the back. Um, but if you don't know how to, you know how to grow? No. I'm a learner. Okay, okay. Maybe. And Khalees is a Leo, so we're always really ahead of whatever time. <laughs> we are. As a people, the, the yeah. The blueprint. Ugh. I mean, you guys just wouldn't understand. We're just different. You guys just don't get we're just, it. We're just so different. <laughs> Us and Aquarius is. Aquarius I'm is just really... so different. Oh okay, that's really... I'm so weird. I'm like, no so weird. Oh my God, I'm quirky. I'm no just... one gets me. I'm too cringy <laughs> for this world. You guys just don't understand. That's literally Aquarius is. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with you? They were like, I'm just different. Shut up, leave me alone. I'm like, okay. <laughs> You, know like, you don't have to say that, right? Right. It was like no one was even. We weren't even thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> no shade to Aquarius's. My grandma's one, so I can say it. <laughs> she do kind of be on that. I'm different than all of you. I'm weird. Well. Well, is she not? Is she not weird? <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> This week's episode is sponsored by us. You can support us by becoming a member of our Patreon or sending us something on Cash App at $1.5Lesbians. If you have something you'd like us to promote on a future episode, you can send us an email to oneandahalflesbianspod at gmail.com for more info. Now let's get back into the show. This week we watched P-Valley Season 1, Episode 6, and you can watch it with us every Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern on our Discord. The link will be in the description. And this episode starts out with Mercedes and Autumn on their Thelma and Louise shit. They're like driving around to all different places, getting their little <laughs> wire transfers. I was scared for them because I really thought, I don't know, just the way that this scene was kind of shot and like the B-roll that was going through it at the same time. I was mm-hmm. like, are they finna get caught? No, I feel like the pace it was going at, it was giving, like, yeah, just, like, crime montage, like. <laughs> <laughs> also, the Harriet Tubman, Tubman $20 bill. Right. I was like, why is this? Not like, sure I'm what the relevance was. I was like, okay. <laughs> but they look good, though, in all their little disguises and stuff. I was like, who do you guys think you're fooling? Honestly, it's giving me when I changed my name and cut my hair off. I definitely thought I was a different person. But it's like, your face looks exactly the same. It's like, you, you look the same. And they were driving around in that same, same car. old car. I was like... You're going to get caught up with this car. I was like, someone's going to recognize your car. Because it's not like it's a 2008 Honda Civic or nothing. Yeah, it's... It's giving very 91... Very beat up, rusted. 91 steel convertible. Very distinct. Yes. <laughs> even the steel is not one color. The rust is not even one color. <laughs> we see you. But speaking of we see you, we see Terika at tennis practice not doing very well. Oh, she sucks. Not sure why she's in tennis. You know, I guess that's, you know, you get better from there, yeah? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. 
But then uh, Mercedes pops up to talk to her because she wasn't answering her text. Mm-hmm. And apparently Terrico was supposed to come over that weekend. But oh, that she went to jail. Yeah. yeah Patrice is fucking it up for her big time. Like, I swear she did it on purpose. Not even just the gym. Now it's her child. Yeah. Like, damn. And so Mercedes is like, oh, like, well, well, despite the little detour, like, I'm going to do exactly what I need to do to get back on track. And Terrica's like, well, like, you always say that, like. And I can't blame her because she is a child and she doesn't really know, like, the nuances of what's going on behind the scenes. And I mean, that's what's happening. Yeah. Like, every time she says, like, I'm going to get it together and then. Something happens. Yeah, then something else happens. I mean, that's just life, but to a kid. Yeah, exactly. Well. And Mercedes like, yeah, I know, like, my gym's not happening right now, but, you know, maybe Shelly is going to let you come back on the team, and Shell definitely did not seem like she's about to let her on the team. Yeah, I don't know. Because she's just like, girl, like, you was just in jail. Like, yeah, I don't you want I me to... Put my kid back in it <laughs> like, you, you need to get it together. But it was such a heartwarming moment when Terrica was like, I don't want to come back. Like, I just love being around you. Yeah, like, she doesn't like to dance. She was just there to just be. to be around her. It's like, aw. That's really sad and really yeah. sweet. But also, but, I'm like, Shell, if the girl says she want to go back with her mom... Yeah, but then I guess they got that stigma against Mercedes, like, oh, are She's you stripper. even, yeah, like, you a stripper, you dancer, like, you not even fit to take care of her. I guess whatever happened that she even lost custody in the first place. Mm-hmm. I do wonder what happened. I think it would be revealed. Yeah. I like how we're getting a slow reveal on Terrica's life, and it's yeah. not just kind of like one big argument scene where everything's coming out. Yeah, like, it's kind of like naturally mm-hmm. occurring, which I like. We're like in the world. Yeah. And then Shell comes over and she's like, you thought bum rushing her tennis lesson was a good idea after you ended up in jail the first weekend you were supposed to spend with her? And I was like, you're assuming a lot. Yeah. But even though she was like, oh, like you know Patrice Woodbine, like it didn't even matter. Yeah. It was just like, well, like time and time again, I got to tell Terrica, like, nope, Mercedes isn't coming this time. Like, Which can be heartbreaking for a kid. So I get it from Shell's perspective. Like, why am I finna let you keep fucking over my kid in the head? talking about you coming and you never show up or like something always happens because i right. can get that because it can be like frustrating where it's like well nigga you said you was coming this week you should have made sure everything in your power so you wouldn't get but i mean emotions yeah because i can't say that i mean seeing my kid like if my mom stole twenty thousand dollars from me seeing my kid is not the first thing on my mind my, first thing on my yeah. mind is whooping that woman is literally rage yeah like i'm not thinking about anything else <laughs> But Mercedes also tells us that, like, she has, like, a room for her and everything. Like, she already has it decorated. And Shell's like, sometimes mama gotta learn how not to disappoint. Like, I can't keep watching you hurt her every time she hears that you're not gonna make it. Yeah, she's like, you're a little girl. Like, that's funny. Like, Cortez is rolling in his grave. And, and I was like, like just like a nigga to <laughs> cheat, have a baby, and then die. <laughs> how you get out of the situation? <laughs> I mean, Shell did say she was like, "Well, Cortez ain't rolling anywhere because I burned his ass, his cheating ass." I was like, "So I was like, was this a jokey joke, or I think you she really killed his ass?" Cremation? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Burned his cheating ass up." Now, me, as someone who does not tolerate cheating, can't say. <laughs> I wouldn't mean actually burning a nigga alive. Yeah, I was like, did she, like, set his house on fire? Like, a break baby? Blow up the car. Uh, a break baby. That's kind of a lot. And it don't even sound like they was on a break. Oh, even worse. So I might just have to kill you. Like. And put your penis mm. in a trophy case as a reward for myself. Mm-mm. <laughs> but she was like, like, don't, like, don't come around here saying about what her daddy gonna do. Like, I'm alive. Mm-hmm. Like, I got custody. 
and she was just like oh well like just remember like you got to prove to the judge you're ready but you got to prove it to me too which i didn't understand but also i don't have kids so i guess this is just something i'm not going to understand until i have kids or if i well no but like (laughs) unless i had kids because i was like why do i need to prove anything to you i mean i guess maybe for her to like give like transfer custody oh, to her okay. so she's like okay i give up custody because you prove it to me too oh, okay type thing instead of just proving guessing, it to the judge yeah like i don't think like oh she wouldn't even i don't know if she would have the court. power to be like yeah just give her over if the current guardian doesn't want to okay fair fair not sure but that makes sense to me and she was just like oh look now like i'm about to go my uber is waiting and why like, the uber is autumn it's the hoopy express <laughs> I was like, you ain't got no money for no Uber. This is a hoopty doopty. <laughs> so back in the car, Autumn has this little pink gun. It's kind of cute. It is cute. I was like, I know they made them that color. It's the same gun that Cleese had in the uh, caught out there oh. thing. It's literally the same gun. I was, I was like, that's kind of cute. Innovative. Innovators. Ahead of the time. Telling Still. you. But because they're rolling without that money, she was like, yeah, I need this. Yep. They just got them big old bags of cash in the back. In the back seat. In a hoopty, no tent. I don't know. And in the earlier scene, when they had the window down and the bills were flying out, I was like, "You're losing the money. You're losing the money." <laughs> I was like, "Damn! Imagine being that rich. You don't even care." Literally, like I would. You literally leaving a paper trail. You're like, uh, anyways, that's a couple, maybe like sixty dollars went out the window, and no oh, biggie. Oops. That's a whole like. That's my BGE bill. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I almost grabbed through the screen and got it myself. <laughs> These B-rolls kill me. So why was there a Confederate flag in this one? I mean, I know it is Chuckalisa, a small town in the south of Mississippi. I guess. But I was like, what was the relevance? Like, I was like, we about to have some racist encounters well, or are you just showing the town? We did have racist encounters this scene. I think this B-roll could have been more strategically placed. Like, maybe placed... This scene? Not maybe? this scene. I mean, this episode. Oh, okay. Um, when we get to the racist Kyle brothers, I'm like, if we had the Confederate flag B-roll right before that, I feel like that might have yeah. made more sense a little bit. But it was just like, it was just there. It was like racism. Yeah, but I was like, yeah. mm, thanks for the reminder. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, Keyshawn is meeting up with a little murder outside of like some shop or something. And he was all like, oh, like, I don't know what you think you saw the other night, but if you think you about to bribe me, you got another thing coming. And she was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, I came here to ask you a question. And I was confused because the last episode mm-hmm. when uh, Murder was like, oh, like, let me handle this. And he walked out. Yeah. Was he not about to walk out and talk to her right then and there? That's what I thought, too. So it confused me that they made the scene like Somewhere the else. next day and mm-hmm. then they and I was like this is maybe she went on stage or something continuity that's errors. what I'm gonna assume I guess but yeah I did agree that was kind of a little continuity error for me because I was like when she was like I don't even know what you're talking about I was like so did she not see right them, so I was really? like was this like a like a, a hot winky wink I don't know what you're talking about type mm. but it it wasn't really clear if she was serious or not also, I guess he probably couldn't talk about it in the dance room because that would make it really hot. Like, Oh, true. So I was like, okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe. maybe. But I kind of maybe would have liked to see a scene where she's like, let's not talk about this right now or like yeah. something to tell me why we're doing yeah. this. The next or if day. like when he went to go, like he just saw everyone and decided not, not to. to go. Yeah. That would have made sense. Yeah, that would have been a nice little. And then I'd be like, oh, so that's why you're doing it now today. Mm-hmm. But anyways, the Southern was jumping out of Keyshawn's accent. I was like... I love when their accents come through in the show. I was just like, are you... Are you not 
I just assume that the actors are from the place, but it, then it occurs to me, I was like, these people are probably not actually Southern. Maybe not. It's like, and neither am I, so I don't know what the accent really is. <laughs> I don't to know what the like. I'm accent. from Maryland. Yeah, I don't know what a Mississippi <laughs> accent sounds like. But yeah, so then she was like, oh, like, are you really serious about this music thing? And she shows him that, like, World Star Hip Hop had posted their the video of her dancing his song, saying, like, oh, and she's dancing this fresh track by Lil Murda. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, what? Like, I'm blowing the fuck up. He's like, I'm going to send this to my manager. I was like, your manager. Your manager is a nobody who's not doing shit for and you. And Keyshawn said that, too. She was like, what are they going to do? They don't got no connections. What is he managing? Like, you got five pictures up, no tweets, no brand, no base. And, um, and then she shows him all the followers that she's got since the video's been making the, the rounds. And she has, like, this proposition that, you know, there's something magnetic about a man with a masterpiece on his arm. Like, folks find you boot up with somebody. Like, they're not going to know what to do. And then in the background, there were, like, these two guys who were kind of looking at them. And she had her hand on, like, his knee. So mm-hmm. they looked kind of together already. So mm-hmm. I was, like, plan in motion. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But he was like, you trying to be the Kish Kayord, my Gucci man? I was like. Like, all right. I was like, not quite. Because I don't want you all to be tacky <laughs> do i love me some gucci man and do i appreciate keisha yes but keisha is wild jamaican so as a whole the fits are just like mm. let's not <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like you got she was like yeah like bitches gotta want to fuck you and niggas gotta be want gotta want to be you and i was yep. like that is true yep i appreciate that she's like had this whole plan i in, was like emotion. you see how women be elevating you Bruh. be elevating these men i'm telling you and how much how much you want to bet she's not gonna get credit for any of this no nope, not at all because when mm. he was like oh world star hip-hop like i glow the fuck up and like i know that like world star hip-hop is a little dated but not too dated to not be in the show yeah but i was like you see how like his I guess, peak or pinnacle of success. Like, he's not thinking about, like, oh, I need to go to the studio, drop another track or nothing. Because that was my immediate thought. I was like, you need to get in a studio. Right. You need another track. ASAP. In two weeks, no less. <laughs> and you need another video of her dancing to it. Yeah. But, and I'm like, she's she the one who sold your song. Yeah, she's the one who sold your song. Like, but he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm blowing the fuck up. I was like, so... And it, that's what blows me about a lot of niggas that, like, get popping off of one song. Because they be touring off that one song. And it's like, so what now? It's like, how long is the tour? How long is the show? How long is First the set? Of all, like, they be like, I'm showing up at clubs such and such. Like, and I'm like, do you even doing, have an EP? Doing what? Because <laughs> the rest of the songs are some ass and booty cheeks. <laughs> or at least promote the other awful songs you have. But he's not thinking like that. Right. He was just like, oh, like, I like that line. I'm going to put that in my next joint. Oh, and she was God. like, girl, like, actually credit the right person. That was Uncle Clifford. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. I thought I was like, are they gonna talk about it now, like yeah. in depth? But I guess he just he just rolling with it that she she don't know what he's talking about. about fair, I don't, fair. I don't know, but she was just like, okay, like, well, so we gonna build momentum off this or what? Like, and he said, but like, is your man gonna be cool about it? Because of course she still got bruises on her wrist, mm-hmm. and he was like, like this been going on for a minute, and mm-hmm. she was like, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Black girls don't bruise. And I've heard that line before, not from her, but, like, in general. general, And I was like, is this really commonplace where, like, men or, like, people are telling women, black women that, you know. That they don't bruise. You're not going to bruise. I think it is. We definitely bruise. Yeah. He was like, yeah, they do. I was like, clearly, we can see them. We can see it. Every day, girl. A bruise is always going to be darker than your skin tone. Right. No matter how dark you are. But I don't know. She was just like, oh, like, he's going to be cool with it. Like, he doesn't have a choice to be. And I'm like, girl, I don't think for your sake i hope your man is cool with it but knowing your man he's not he's not cool with it it. 
Shoot him. Literally. Shoot him. Drake 2.0, where you at? I got a job for you. And then they just start taking a bunch of selfies, looking like a couple. It's killing me because the baby's in the background. Literally. I was like, are y'all going to post pictures with the baby in the background? The baby is flailing Crop everywhere. them out. Crop the child out. <laughs> Crop the child out. But they look cute or whatever, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It just looks fake to me because I just know it's fake. I was like, wow, I love a beard. I guess. I was like, this is going to backfire. Of course. Quickly. Of course. As it always does. But then we jump to Clifford's house and Little Murda or La Marquise. La Marquise. La Marquise. <laughs> Uh-huh, it's French. No, brother. As <laughs> I was talking, the laws and the da's of the of the early 2000s, iconic names. Iconic. But yeah, he's like texting Clifford, saying that like, oh, he deaded the shit with Mississippi and she's going to keep it tight because of hashtag incentive. And I was like, hmm, we didn't sure. We didn't put that in stone. It wasn't very clear to me, but Okay. And he was like, okay, so when you going to let me take you out, though? I was like, are we flying to another place? Yeah. Are like, you are taking me going, to Atlanta? Are we going to the future? Like, Because <laughs> I was like, if anywhere, you'd have to, like, drive to Atlanta to go somewhere. Which would be a nice little date, getaway, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But I thought that scene was cute because I was like, I finally see the meme oh. with Cliff <laughs> on the bed, like, smiling at the phone. <laughs> When when your nigga's texting you. Oh yeah, and the previous scene with Mississippi and Murda, that was the other meme, and it's like Mississippi in the pink shirt and like half smiling, like. Yeah, I don't understand how the meme got used the way it's been used because I'm like the scene that wasn't had nothing even nothing to do with that. Literally nothing to do with the scene <laughs> at all. But <laughs> but whatever. Um, but Clever's grandmother, who was Loretta Devine, I could pick Loretta Devine out of a crowd of a million people. Yep. She's, just, she's kind of iconic, though. Yeah, actually. But she's downstairs dancing, and then they start dancing together, and she starts talking about how, like, folks been dropping it like it's hot before they were parents even thought of. Right, and I was like, yep, the pink has been on and popping for Ages. generations. <laughs> And then I love her because she was like, him and my blunt. Like, you know, they say weed, bring back your sight. I'm just like, no, who the hell said that? Who the fuck said that? Because <laughs> my eyesight is terrible. Yeah, I was like, if anything, that shit made my eyesight worse. For real. <laughs> I was like, your eyes don't be going blurry when you super high. Like, how, who said it makes your eyesight better? <laughs> and she was like, it don't, but it sure as hell make you forget that you ain't got it. Because she's blind. And then Clifford gets a text from Lamar Keese. And Grandma's like, <laughs> What's their name? And then she's like, mind your business. <laughs> she said, your business is my business. <laughs> but Clifford was like, nah, like the business you need to be worrying about is, is this damn club you left me with. Yeah. I'm just like, damn, this shit was already in shambles before. Yeah. And now you're just taking on more. And Clifford um, tells the grandmother that like the club's going on auction next week and how how like they're really in debt. And then... Um, I keep wanting to say Loretta Devine, but the grandmother. Grandma. I just call her grandma. <laughs> Grandma's like, well, how the hell that happened? And then Clifford started bringing out all the loan papers. And the way that Clifford is, like, placing these on the table, like. As if she could see him. I was like, uh. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Maybe she can feel the heaviness or something. I don't know. I don't know. She can hear the paper hitting the table. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, she she was like, yeah, I signed some shit I shouldn't have. Like, but, but so, so do you. <laughs> I'm just like, no, it got you there. <laughs> But then Clifford's like, oh, like, I don't think we're going to make it this time. Like, I think we're going to lose it. And she was like, oh, I think it's time for you to get on your hands and knees and pray, ask God for a favor. And she was like, God don't want his dick sucked by me. I still got my teeth. 
pleases too much. Love all the one-liners in the show. <laughs> See, on top of drama, it's just funny. It is funny. We love entertainment. A comedy drama. A dramedy. A dramedy, if you will. And then LaMarcus texts again. And then the gr- grandma's like, oh, like, you ought to bring him on by. And I'm just like, yes, a day at home? No one else will see you. Why not? Why not? Right? And then she was like, oh, oh, like, I ain't bringing nobody over here on no date. But Grandma's like, well, we could put a whole lot of love in that pot of neck bones, if you know what I'm saying. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, are you going to, like, can it up? Like, you're going to have some cannabis neck bones? Are we? I was like, are we doing some magic with the neck bones? I was was like, like, are we putting a spell? Like, what's the the love? Like, (laughs) Yeah, I was like, there's so many things that that could possibly be. I don't know. I was like, if if sets if it said spaghetti, then I was like, okay, that would have been different because I was like, I know what that means. Yeah. But I was like, I ain't never heard of no magic on no neck bones. Do I gotta watch out for bitches trying to feed me neck bones too? Because if a girl's like, come over and eat some spaghetti, I'm definitely like, no, nah, I'm, I'm like, good. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> don't let nobody feed you no spaghetti, y'all. <laughs> Especially not somebody you trying to get with. Uh uh-uh. uh. Then we're like at some white trap house. I didn't even know there was white trap houses. I don't know. I was like, all these white drug dealers. There's a lot of y'all. I'm like, I guess statistically there are more of y'all. Yeah. But anyways, they're just like counting money, bagging pills or whatever. And he's cheating on white girl. I was like, white girl ain't nowhere to be found. This is other white girls. (laughs) The way I didn't even notice. No, I was like, he was cheating on her? I was like, that's not the girl? No, because then there was, like, some other girl, like, kissing up on him or whatever. And I was like, this ain't your girl. I, or unless unless white girl is not really your girl. I was like, oh, they're having a threesome. That's what I assumed. <laughs> nah. That's what I was assuming. Damn. On the rewatch, I was like, hold up. That one is not. That's not you. <laughs> Damn. Even on the rewatch, I was like, oh, I guess they're having a threesome. I was like, I, I, I think that's what, like, white people in trap houses knew. Like, nah. Because Big L, like, came up to his door to talk to him. And he was like, don't tell Gidget I'm in town. So I was like, oh, your girl don't even know you here. You know what it is? Her name does not register as a name to me. Because it's not a name. I don't know what, how y'all decided to name this character. Y'all picked it out of a hat. They like, spun a wheel. Little random name generator online. They like, asked non-binary niggas, what <laughs> do you think? <laughs> Gidget is the hot non-binary name of the summer. And then they're just like smoking outside or whatever. And side note, I hated the way he smoked the joint and tried to speak immediately after. Why? I don't know. It was just like, just blow out the smoke, nigga. Like, oh, he was like keeping it in his chest. Yeah, and... like, and then trying to speak before it come out. I was like, just, I don't know why people do that. It never made sense to me. Just let the smoke out, guys. They try to hold you it. You can speak afterwards, <laughs> literally. They got shit to say. Anyway, Big L was telling him that like he needs to hold a supply. And the white guy, <laughs> and the white guy was like, "Oh, like I thought the pink was too good for that stash life." And he's like, "Well, this ain't about what Uncle Clifford do. This is what I'm gonna do." <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh, like I know you heard the pink ain't got long for this." And he was like, "Well, like what's Uncle Clifford gonna say? Like if she knew like you, that she was even holding stuff there, and mm, she ain't gonna find out, right?" He was like, "She ain't gonna find out, like." And if she do, I'm going to just tell her that, like, you saved me from death before, and now it's my turn to save you. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, flip those words of wisdom. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And so then he was just like, okay, like, I'll give you 5 k for the first cold. I'm just like, $5,000. Shit, I might have to. No. Beep. Right. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> but I was like, 
like, y'all need to be stashing some more drugs at the paint, for real. For real. Y'all need to be holding everybody drugs, for real. Shit. Get y'all out of debt. <laughs> I was just I don't like, know if it's going to be enough, though. Not enough time. See, if they had started this earlier. Sometimes you have to do nefarious things. Okay. To get yourself out of debt. <laughs> Like you already got code violations. What's a little more? What's a little drug? Illegal shit, you know? What's a little Oxycontin? <laughs> you know? We are at the nail salon, though, with Uncle Clifford. And she's speaking whatever language the nail lady was speaking. And I was like, no subtitles? Right, for all. I was like, I, I was like, I would like to know what they're saying. I guess they maybe were just chatting about, like, the nail color or whatever. I guess, but I feel like... I feel like subtitles would have been important. If it was a different language than the main language, you yeah. should put subtitles. But it wasn't that important. I was just like, okay, like, you just up here, like... I would have appreciated it. With the people. It. Yeah. That's cool. Like, you know the language yeah. now. Yeah, I would have appreciated cute. subtitles. I think that would have been really cool. Like, she's a people's person. Mm-hmm. She's a real mayor. She needs to be the mayor. Yeah. And then the mayor's secretary actually walks in and Cliff's like, oh, like she told me about your five o'clock. Like, sit down, come kiki with me. They start talking about her job with the mayor and like how she's forgot about the family at the pink because she's a former pink girl. And uh, Clifford was like, you know, I sure wish you told us about your boss expediting that foreclosure notice. And she was like, oh, I didn't know anything about that. And Clifford like kind of accuses her and is like, oh, like, of course you didn't know. Like a stripper uh, turned house mother, you know, you got to stay with your ears open. And Clifford seems a little hurt as well because, you know, I think one of Clifford's lines is like, I put girls through school. Like, I graduated girls. Yeah. She was like, you was the first how I graduated. And it's just like, you're not even showing no, like, gratitude. Like, but I think she genuinely didn't know about the, because she's only the secretary. There's only so much. I guess. But, like, she knows a lot of stuff because they be treating her like she's invisible. So mm. she just, is just, like, in the back, literally like a fly on the wall. But, yeah, Clifford was leaning in kind of thick. Because she was like, you know, I'm grateful for the pink. It was a stepping stone. And Clever was like, well, the man you're working for is trying to, like, make us into a tombstone. He was like, and this is, like, the one pl- place left in this town for a pretty, pretty big, big booty, booty bitches. It's just like you to, like, lift off somewhere. So Clever said, I want the tea. Like, lukewarm, like, scorching. I need to sip it. He was like, you the first one I graduated, and you better make sure that you're not the last. I think she really took it to heart. I love yeah, this I actress because so you could see all of, like, her taking it in on her face, mm-hmm. which sometimes when actors are in scenes like this, it kind of they have like blank faces. But I don't know how she did it, but it was like she was really internalizing the words, and you could see that on her face. Yeah, and I was like, I also love that Clifford is in the nail salon. Yeah, because like it. this is kind of like one of the first scenes where we see Clifford dolling up outside of her personal home. Because mm-hmm. it's usually like the scenes where we see Clifford getting dolled up, like you're either in the pink. Or you're at home, and it's kind of like a secretive thing. But, like, mm-hmm. this is, like, I'm getting my nails done in the shop. Yeah. And right. it's, like, everybody's cool with that. Yeah. Like, I'm comfortable. Everyone's good. This is a safe space. Mm-hmm. But then uh, we're with Mercedes and Autumn. They're, like, eating at this diner. And Mercedes still feels a way about Mississippi's newfound success because she's, like, looking at her page again. It's, like, seeing, like, oh, she has, like, 365,000 views now. And Autumn was like, oh, like, you would think that thing is a mirror the way you keep looking at it. Mm. And it's like, hmm. Hey. I was like, well, this could have been you. Maybe she's like, this could have been me. Yeah, but also no, because she wouldn't have danced a murder song. True. I mean, she probably would have got popping because it would have been, like, Mercedes' last dance and maybe somebody would have, like, recorded it. But I don't know. But at the same time, Autumn is just, like, counting bills under the table. And then she's, like, handing Mercedes some money. She's like, here, this is for you. Get your car out the impound. 
and then she's asking her for her locker combo from the pink because she said her fridge won't close anymore she needs somewhere else to stash some money i was like maybe you have too much money right i was like maybe and i was like do you have any done? food right i was like where are you eating what i guess she got enough money to eat out all the time fair but i was like I was like, you have so much. I was like, there's nowhere else to stash in your house. You're going to stash it at a club. Not the smartest know. idea, in my opinion. But who am I? I don't know. That's what Mercedes said, too. But she was like, it's better than, like, hiding it in a church building fund. Fair. <laughs> she was like, duly noted, bitch. Like, at least it has a locker on it. And Autumn does talk a lot of shit about, like, where people should put their money. But I was like, you have your money in the fridge. Because she was talking about, oh, you need to put your money next time where nobody can find it. Like, an offshore account, transfer in a Bitcoin. And, like, after you change the money into the currency, you can transfer cash again, like we're doing now. And I was like, but you are not doing any of that. That we know of. I feel like they would have shown if she was doing it. Maybe, but it's like, she sounds like she's done it before, so. I guess, but I was like, you're also not being very smart about this wire transfer thing, because whoever, or what is his name, Montavious, mm-hmm. he's already after you, and you're, I guess, transferring money from his account. I was like, which can be tracked, like, yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, I don't know what her plan is. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the plan to come into fruition or, like, whatever is supposed to come out of this. Because I was like, I know you're not stacking $60,000 worth of cash to just stay at the pink. Yeah, I don't know. I think she's going to leave soon because mm-hmm. of that scene later with Andre. But then she was just, like, telling Mercedes, like, well, like, at least take this advice. Like, you need an investor for the gym to spread the risk. But Mercedes is like, mm, I'm not trying to spread the reward. Like, Which is fair. I'm going to be the only one to think when my gym is popping. Which, I feel that. I'd be like, I don't want to work with nobody. Like, this is my shit. But then we have Andre who walks into the diner to pick up an order. And Mercedes was like, oh, there's your, like, she was like, there's your regular. And Autumn was like, actually, I haven't spoken to him in over a week. And then the waitress comes over and they're like oh can we get the check but apparently andre has paid for it already yep she was like damn you finessing without even looking like goddamn you high yellow heifers <laughs> i don't know Andre's obviously feeling bad or he maybe yeah. still in love with her i don't know exactly what it is but i don't know but we love men spending their money yeah like thanks give me all your money yeah and then the next scene where andre is with the kyle brothers trying to get the deal signed for the farm and then one of the brothers asked Corbin to pour another drink. And I was like, this felt very... Racially tinged. You're the help. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he was like, yeah. They were, like, having this little gun or whatever. It was mm-hmm. some kind of antique or something. And the guy, he was like, oh, yeah, this baby right here is one of Wyatt's favorite things we inherited. But it wasn't clear to me if they were talking about Corbin or the gun. I was like, are you trying to say you, like, inherited I think the it's help? both. I think it's both. I was like, this the feels writing, a little... <laughs> the writing kind of gave me, like, this is both, like, because... Double Aunt Andre. Double Aunt Andre, because Corbin's mom is also the maid. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm. that's why they were so angry. They are like, you know, like, fuck our dad. He's been sticking his dick everywhere without any regard for, like, our family. Like, he said our real family. Yeah. Mm. Then one of the white brothers is like, yeah, let's just go ahead and sign this thing before you and I. And they, of course, don't include Corbin. Right. He was like, you and I can open the bottle of daddy's bourbon. I was just like, interesting. But we know their deal. They're just always going to exclude Corbin. Mm-hmm. And the other whitey was like, Corbin, why don't you go ahead and sign first? And he almost signs, but he's still hesitant because he wants to lease the casino instead, which is way smarter. I don't understand why the brothers are so against leasing. Yeah, I think they're like too focused on like 
getting like the most money per acreage in all of Mississippi history. And it's like, why do you want like that big, yeah, yeah biggest sale in history when you could just have money for Because also someone will probably also get a bigger sale later in life. Yeah, I was like, they're not guaranteed to be that forever. the biggest sale forever. And, <laughs> and who's going to be looking up that shit? Right. And Corbin's just like, it's not even about money. Like, it's about legacy. Mm-hmm. And he's the other brother was like kind of mocking him, like, "Oh, you want to lose something for your kin folk?" And I'm just like, "Nigga, this is racist." <laughs> Very racist. And Corbin's just like, "Why? Like, why do you think you're where you at right now?" Because like, somebody made somebody sure somebody passed stuff down to you. Yeah. And he's like, "It's not my fault. You blew it all away." Like Dad said, we need to make something of our inheritance. And I guess this is what he's trying to do. They stopping him. And then they get they really get into the family drama about like how their dad didn't actually give a shit about nothing but guns and pussy and ran his family to the ground because of it. And I was like, mm, feels racially tinged. I mean, that line not totally racially tinged because I was like, he could have did whatever other shit to the family because he just like had his addictions or whatever. That's true, but also I think about how, you know, like having a baby with like a black person is like always seen as dirtying or muddying the bloodline and things like that and how like kind of the family reputation goes down the drain or like that is the appearance of Mm -hmm. what happens because i know with i don't know like there was a period when i was i would watch like white people's tiktoks and they'd be like yeah like my daddy doesn't want me to date white guy i mean black guys because he says that like i'm ruining the family and stuff like that and it's like really a and it was just so interesting to me because i was like what's going on in your head like but, yeah, there's really this idea of, like, you're ruining the family. family. Said, you're messing up the bloodline. You're messing up the family bloodline. You are ostracized now because you have this black child. Yeah. That's why the royal family ain't, like... Yeah. Um, I mean, when you them. really get to the root of <laughs> They're it... They're like, y'all are messing up the bloodline. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, y'all was practicing incest. With the drops of Negro. And y'all already got drops of Negro from way back anyway. Yeah. If we really want to get real. But anyways... <laughs> And then Corbin was just like, like, why are, are y'all trying to get this up? Like, we need to keep it in the family. But then the guy was, he was just like, I don't even care. Like, I'm glad our dad is dead. Like, cause I would have put him there myself. I kind of want to know more. I'm like, is it just the, is it just him fucking the maid and having a baby with I, her? I feel like it has to be a little more than that. I was like, Corbin, do not even, re- like, if Corbin permed his hair, this is a white man. Yeah, I was like, maybe Where that, the that nose is a little Negro, but, but he could have passed for sure if he got a little perm. A little perm? He could definitely be a little ambiguous. Yeah, I was ambiguous. like, yo, I can't even, I was like, the casting for that one was really spot on. Like, yeah. And then that's when he was like, yeah, I would have put him there myself because of what he did to his real family. And Corbin's like, like, I am real. You got to deal with me for life. But then it was, the brother was just like, nah, like, I've had enough. He aimed the gun at Corbin. I was like, oh, we shooting niggas now. Oh, we shooting niggas. We oh, shooting niggas. Lord, Lord, have mercy, we shooting niggas. Right. But they were like, like, there's probably not even any bullets in there. But he was acting like it is. And you always got to call niggas bluffs. That's really what I have learned. Because niggas do not be as crazy as they be saying they yeah. are. You was not going to shoot me. <laughs> and you they was were not going already to. drinking. So I was like, mm, you might not have the perfect aim anyway. Even, exactly. Like, you a little drunk. You a little shaky. Yeah. Call his bluff. For real. But then he aimed the, the gun at Andre and said, he was like, yeah, I don't think that Civil War is actually over. And I was like, I hmm? screamed because I was like, now how I'm in it? <laughs> For real. Now how I'm in it? He, he was like, I'm just a lawyer. I'm not a family therapist. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, you're rotting in hell. Yeah, so then he was like, okay, like, I'll sign it. I'll sign it. And then after he, like, scribbled, or he was like, oh, look at that. It's empty. I knew it was empty. I was like, you got to call these people's bluff. 
But then I was confused because then later Andre like had a video call with like that white guy for the casino deal. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, like he couldn't, the brothers couldn't come to an agreement. So he doesn't have the signature, but Mm -hmm. they want a lease. And he's like giving the case for that. And the guy was like, okay, like fine. Like we'll get it, like just get it done or you're done. Mm -hmm. And so was that 5% commission. So I was like, I thought he signed. So I'm confused. Well, because... Like, you, I think a signature is technically not legal if it's under, like, what is it called? Like, pressure? Like, pressure is not consent. Like, pointing a gun at someone and telling them to sign something is not consensual. Yeah, that's coercion. Yeah, it's coercion. So, I think Andre, because he is a witness and the gun was also aimed at him, I think if the brothers take him to court, he can make that case as well. Okay. I wish they explained that. I was just very confused. I was like, did he not sign? But now you're like, no, we couldn't get the signatures. Yeah. Like, I I think I think that's why. I think I think that's the case for it. But um, it also just came out cross as maybe him trying to help Corbin in some way. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But and I was like, if they lease it, like, what is really the harm? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it makes more sense. I think they said they would lease for, like, 15000 mm-hmm. a month or whatever. And I'm like... That's a lot of money. 15000 a month versus... I forget what their deal even Six was. $6 million. $6 million? Let's do some quick maths. Quick maths. <laughs> and let's say the lease is for 30 years, because that's yeah. standard. If my maths are correct, I believe it would be... You're making about the over, same amount of money. It would be, like, 30 years you would make that... You would make that million, whatever. You would make it. Would, it would be five point four million, but. But this is like he was saying. This is for legacy. This so is, even yeah. after their oldest shit, they're still is still making money. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you can renew a lease as well. Yeah. You still own the land. Exactly, and like, who's gonna not wanna? I don't know. Like, even if he passes that land down, it's like someone else might wanna lease the land, like for something else. So because it's no profit. guarantee the fucking. Casino's gonna be there for 30 years. Exactly. So whatever comes next, you'll still have that land. Keep it in the family. I mean, it's a white family, but now your bloodline has been darkened. Corbin likes (laughs) black women, so. (laughs) They've had to mess up the bloodline some more. You know what? If Corbin's giving that to a black woman, I'm all for it. You know what? Right. I'd rather that than a white woman. I'd be like, damn, you was about to spice up the bloodline just to bring it back to Blandtown. Like, <laughs> no, but yeah, Corbin's definitely into. You know, yeah, black, black woman. woman. All the women at the pink, he said, yup. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, are we getting Mississippi going rich? Because hmm, he was know. into, because they had like a little kind of thing. It was very brief. It was brief, but I was uh, like, can we bring that back? I don't know. Maybe in a later season. <laughs> Marrying the family, Miss Mississippi. Uh-uh. That would be such a come up for her. Ugh. True. She'd be rich. Mm. Mm. Legacy witch. Wealthy, in fact. Ooh, wealthy. Yup. But in happier news, Clifford brought LaMarcus over to the house. And I'm like, I guess the little date went well or whatever. Because mm-hmm. now they're just like chilling, talking with the grandma. And it seems like they're getting along nicely. I thought it was cute. And they end up mentioning the pink. And Cliff is like, well, it's all going to be over soon. But the grandma is talking about how nobody actually expected it to last that long. So this is kind of an accomplishment, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, like a, if it's going down, it's like at least we, we made it like very long time. Mm-hmm. And but then she's like talking about how like they pushed us hoes to the end of the universe near the river. And one by one, like all these brothels, they fell by like flame and flood. I'm like, niggas was setting y'all on fire. Probably. At a certain wow. point, probably. Yep. And she was like, but our little spot just kept on trucking. 
And she's like, oh, it's probably the grace of God, whatever, whatever. But it's funny because now, like, she talks about how they pushed them to the river pretty much. Like, that was the spot to not be at. And now they're like, actually, we want this back. Yeah, it was like, actually, we need this. Um, Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but LaMarcus is like, oh, like, it seemed like the pink built to last then. And I'm just like, foreshadowing for the pink being saved? Maybe? Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> But they're looking at old photos, and then Murder like is like uh, sees an old photo of Cliff, and he's like, "Now who this little nigga? You was a snaggle tooth ass queen." I was like, "Now what you know about the lingo? <laughs> Where you picked that up from?" Right, I was like, "Queen, queen." Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and Grandma said that uh, apparently Cliff came out the coochie came switching. Out the coochie switching. Sometimes it'd be like that. It'd be like that. It was like, "Yes, I am who I am. I'm I came out, out like gay, this." Very gay. But then Lamerta's getting a text from DJ Never Scare. He was like, like, where are you at? Like, we've been waiting in the studio for a minute. And he go and lie and said, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm just coming through. I'll hit you up when I'm on the way. Why If lie? you wasn't coming, just say you can't come. Just say that. Just say you, you can't come. You're wasting everybody's time. Literally wasting everyone's time. And, like, at a real studio, you would be paying money. Like, yeah. you wasting studio money. And you're wasting your own time because I'm like, Okay, you talking about you about to blow up and you about to pop off. Well, guess what artists who are not truly established have to do? Release music consistently. Yeah. Especially if you on a crest of a wave, you might as well try and keep the wave going. Yeah. But then I was also like, did he not know that he either had to go to the studio or dinner there? Why didn't he reschedule one of them? Yeah. Like, you double booked yourself? Niggas don't think. Niggas do not be thinking. (laughs) But then we're back at the pink and in the dancer's room, one of them is like, oh, y'all, look, your girl up here doing the most. And she's showing the video of Mississippi and Lil Murder on Instagram, literally doing the most. <laughs> They're just like, oh, yeah, come on out to the pink. Da, 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 da. Lil Murder about having a new song, whatever, whatever. And she was just like, oh, like, God is really shining down on me, <laughs> I guess, because the video was doing well. Mm-hmm. And the white girl is like, what the fuck is you doing, Keyshawn? She's like, trying to promote some business for the pink. Shut your for mouth. Real. More for herself, for real. But, but I was like, if they come right. for her, they'll be there kind of for everybody. Yeah. And then also, I feel like this is a backup play in low key. Because if the pink goes down, she has an Instagram following. Yeah, exactly. You can get some brand deals. Yes. You can, you know, expand. It's like not that. her fault that y'all didn't want to take the dance. For real. It's not her fault, like, that she looks as good as she does. <laughs> Like, and she was just like, it ain't nothing. Like, we just throwing a little something to the stands. They was hangry. I was like, all right, you might be doing a lot now. I don't think you got stands. I was like, you haven't had a million plays on that. I was like, you letting this get to your head real quick, huh? (laughs) I like that they didn't jump and give her a million views on that video, though. Yeah. It's very slow build. I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And the white girl's just like, this ain't no kind of good. And Keyshawn's just like, what are y'all scared for? And everyone's just looking at her like. Your um, abusive ass boyfriend girl? Right. Like, no one says anything. But I'm just like, girl, you come in here every week with a new bruise. Yeah. And you're not even doing no shit. Like, he's very possessive. So it's already bad for you. So it's getting worse. And yeah. we're just scared for you. Yeah. Because, like, at first I was like, like, not this last episode. I'm just like, damn, like, why are they all hating? But I'm just like, they know this yeah, could lead to, to more abuse. This could probably yeah this could be really like it's probably going to lead to more abuse like they're like Derek is not gonna like this yeah exactly Uh, but then like she sees autumn's using mercedes old locker and she's like oh i wonder what mercedes would think about this 
And she's like, well, same thing about you taking over her spot. But unlike her, I like to share. And she like shows her like the pink gun in the locker and she gets her the code. And I'm just like. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. I was like, she about to shoot Maybe Derek like shit. Kill that nigga. Well, kill that white guy. Kill that man. Kill that wicker. <laughs> <laughs> so Mississippi performs. And then she's talking to Clifford like, can you believe that people came all the way from Biloxi to see me? This is going worldwide. And Clifford was like, bitch, <laughs> I wish she said it. I was like, they're country ass town. But yeah, Clifford was like, bitch, that's down the street. That's not worldwide. I was like, yeah, suck her back to reality, please. <laughs> but she was just like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. And then she's pitching like a new idea. Like, how do you feel about murder night? Like, without Mercedes, like, you don't have a headliner. Which is fair. Which is true. And I was like, she sounds like your next best bet. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was like, well, a little murder song popping. Like, even World Star said it was a pick of the week. Like, between me and him, we could really bring some folks in here before we go away for real. Mm-hmm. And Cliff was like, did you put, did Lil Murder put you up to this? And she said, no, like, but we're working together now. Like, don't be jealous. Like, it's going to be on Sunday. We're going to be in- invites on the gram tonight. I was like, oh, not you already having this in motion. Literally, I was like, not you, not doing all this for you and acts. Like, but. <laughs> but then she, like, runs in the crowd. She's like, hey, murder night. And then Cliff is like, oh, I taught her so well. <laughs> yep. So it's like, oh, like, like you kind of springing this on, but we're proud. We're proud. She's doing You're your trying. thing. It definitely has helped her confidence. Yeah, for sure. I love that for her. Mm-hmm. And then we're, we're Mercedes at her apartment. She's getting some more fake IDs from, from her man with the ankle bracelet. <laughs> I was like, you know what? This makes sense of why you steady have an ankle bracelet. Yep. But hey, they, they got the good IDs that gets them the money. <laughs> and like one of the IDs is Jadaria and the other's Amber. And she was like, why I get Jadaria and she got Amber? Like, and he was like, well, you want them to believe it, right? <laughs> I was like, damn, like cold world. Uh. Cold world, cold world. I was like, Jadaria is not a bad name. It's not a bad name, but it's like people going to judge off that name. Yeah. But we're gonna, they're going to look at Mercedes and be like, yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right, yeah. Mm. Sad world. But then um, Autumn is there and she's like handing her another envelope of cash and she was like all right like just the last few and then we're gonna be done and Mercedes was like if I knew you was gonna be running sacks like this I would have been trying to be your girlfriend she's like but I'm celibate and I was, I was like, like gay we going gay homosexual I, first I thought she meant girlfriend as in like yeah homegirl hetero friends yeah <laughs> which always confused me because like people be like this is my girlfriend I was like like in a homosexual way yeah I'm just like or <laughs> I was like y'all need to find a new word actually literally but Whatevs. And she was like, oh, like, what about Maine, though? She was like, girl, you can't smash in your own backyard. But, like, but I love to finger myself to that little bow-legged motherfucker right there. And I was like, not bow-legged. Not him being bow-legged. Justice for justice, bow-legged folks. Justice for bow Because you're bow-legged, too, aren't you? I'm not sure. Stand up real quick. Nigga. I'm just trying to see. I'm also bow-legged. <laughs> just a little bit. I mean, I'm pigeon-toed. Oh, you are pigeon-toed, which I think is so cute. I think it's really cute when people were pigeon-toed. Yeah, I'm a little bow-legged. It's okay. Justice for bow-legged people. If you if you have lower uh, legs, don't touch. You are bow-legged. It's all right. We out here. And then Autumn is asking, like, where the bathroom is. And she goes into the, this room that is obviously not the bathroom. Like, bitch, why are you in here? Literally. She tried to be like, oh, Nosey. like, I just thought it was. No, you didn't. I'm just like, you see well, a toilet in here? when you saw that it wasn't and you proceeded to look around, nosy <laughs> ass bitch. <laughs> but yeah, Mercedes is like, I've been decorating this room for seven years. And like, folks ask why I stay in Chukalisa and don't go to, because everybody's like, oh, why don't you go to Memphis or Atlanta? You can make more money as, a, like, a, as a dancer there. 
but apparently she stays here for Terika because she was yeah. like her not even living in my house is far enough that I was like <laughs> right it's like get Mercedes her child back please <laughs> but yeah she was like time's gonna come when I got her with me where she belongs with her real mom yeah and then they're like bonding over like being mothers but who don't actually have their child with them and I'm just like aw bonding we love that we find out that autumn's daughter's name is actually autumn which makes sense yeah why her name is autumn knight and i was like is the knight from because she lost her child at night i was like this is actually very sad very sad actually but also i was like why make this your stripper name yeah i'm like now you have to hear your daughter's, daughter's name, name and like kind of get triggered all the and reminded time. by that yeah but i was like you know what who am i to tell a mom how they should pay homage to their yeah you know what? maybe child? that helps her cope i don't know i don't know yeah, Autumn was like, yeah, you're lucky. Like, you get to be with her again. Like, you have to do everything in your power. And I was yeah. like, that's really sad. I do feel sad for Autumn's character for not having her child and, like, losing her in the way that yeah. she did. It's just that sometimes this actor does not be selling it to me. Yeah, Autumn do not be selling me anything. <laughs> like, I'm just, y'all couldn't find a different actor. If she had to be light-skinned, you couldn't find somebody better? Yeah, she like, do not, this actor doesn't really sell it it's not to me. I don't know. selling anything. Like, even Andre kind of sells it to me, like, that he's yeah. trying to play both sides and that he's kind of, like, this middle-class black guy that, like, you know, he grew up in a poor town, but then he moved to a big city, but he's, like, trying to save his hometown. Like, he yeah. kind of can sell it to me. But Autumn, yeah, she's just not selling I don't know what it is. Not doing it for me. But then we catch Lil Murda in the studio, and Keyshawn is there recording a video of her dancing to the song and, like, promoting Murda Night. And the guy in the studio is, like, his manager or whatever. I was like, wow, you don't look like a manager. Like, I don't know. I... Not that I have a manager or that I've ever come (laughs) across people who have managers, but I just felt like managers should be a little bit more managerish you know like have a certain aura about you like yeah i'm in charge I mean, like i know what's going on like you know got a blackberry in one hand and a and a regular phone that's in the not other this nigga they said earlier she was like girl he's just some guy who grew up in a funeral home like girl like a funeral home of all places you got connections to the dead nigga not the living <laughs> and he was like oh like good looking akishan like we ain't even have it in like i didn't know what we was gonna do and i was like what you, you mean you what didn't know what you was gonna do like <laughs> Yeah, a lot of y'all managers just be some guy. It's literally just his homeboy. Like some guy, like they'd be like, "Let me manage you." It's like, well, what are you gonna do? Like for you don't me? even have the. It's not even about the connections necessarily. I'm like, you don't even have the work ethic to get connections. Like you supposed to be on promo. I'm like, okay, okay. Let's say you don't even have the connections. You not DMing nobody. You not building a social media right. platform. You don't got no website. Had no internet presence. No internet presence. You're not even putting up flyers around town. Right. Put up freestyle videos. Like, like you don't I got mean. a mixtape out. You not hooking him up with no producers. Like, why did it take all this to get DJ Never Scared? Well, first, because he couldn't even make a good song, first Yeah, off. I was like, you're not hooking him up so, with no producer. Yeah, I was like, you're just some guy. Really? <laughs> But DJ Never Scared needs to be the new manager because he was like, you need to be worrying about putting out a new song because folks going to want to know what's next. Right. And he been missing studio sessions. Right. He was like, you missing studio sessions, but you like you need to get on what a block is hot. And his manager was like, oh, like you was going to come through the other night, but you didn't. So what's up? And then it's like a pause. But then Keyshawn is just like, he was busy and like sits on his lap. And I was just like, good cover, I guess. Yeah. And then they kiss. I was like, uh. Yuck. It was a bit, it was a bit long for me. I feel like they didn't have to, like, they could have just did a cute one, two. 
She was trying to sell it. She was trying to sell it. Because, you know, I remember in a few episodes ago when his homeboy that he punched, he was like, I heard you was everybody's punk. So I'm like, it might be word on the street already. Oh, true. Yeah. So, you know, they really got to sell it. Mm, I guess. But they kind of they kind of bought it. They were like, yeah, all right. Like, let's get to work now then. I, I just didn't like it. I was like, I feel like you were cheating on Clifford low-key. But, like, I know it's just a beer. But, like. It's just a beer. It's disrespectful. Sure, but I also feel like Keyshawn is not because Keyshawn is also color struck. So True. neither one she's of them. She's not really into him. She's not into him. She's like, this is strictly business, nigga, and I'm covering for your ass because everybody knows but don't know. Yeah. So I get it. Ooh, girl, I hope word don't get around that she was kissing him. Woo! Derek gonna be like, she was what? She was what? She was what? Mm-hmm. Keyshawn, you don't have to do this. You don't have to work here no more. Like, I said, just let me take care of you. Just let me take care of you. And a baby. <laughs> and then Drake gonna have to shoot him, and then everybody going to jail again. No, brother. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> this jail about to be tired of them by the end of the season. Man. Be like, you niggas back again? <laughs> uh, speaking of, oh, Lord, we're at Andre's place, and he's on a video call with his wife. You were right. We do see the wife. I knew we was going to see her. I thought she was going to pop him in person, though, because I was like, you know what? He's been here for a while. Mm, I don't know. She looked like a doctor. She had, like, a lab coat on or mm-hmm. whatever. So she's busy. She got to tend to her patients. She don't have time to just pull up in okay. another state. Okay. Good cover. <laughs> but she asked about his work, and, you know, he's like, yeah, I just saved the company millions of dollars, but God Daddy, which I was like, this is weird. You're a grown-ass man um, to be calling the mayor your God Daddy. But, right. <laughs> like, literally said God Daddy. I was like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> Female trait, grown ass man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was like, Yeah, he might not be happy about the new deal I made, but you know, it's for the greater good. And she was just like, mm, like, do you think that's a good idea? Like biting the hand that feeds you? She might be on to something. But, you know, niggas don't be listening to women. At all. At all. That's all this show was showing me. Yeah, just a mess. <laughs> But, yeah, he was like, maybe because the hand is shady as fuck and he's a little nibbling. And I was like, talking about nibbling a grown-ass man's hand. Female trait. <laughs> it's, <a> little, <laughs> it's just a saying. I know. <laughs> Sus. No, I'm just <laughs> But, yeah, he was like, he was like, yeah, like, I mean, he's right. Like, the mayor is shady as fuck. Yeah, he is shady, but I don't know. I'm like, what, what are the terms of this new deal? Like, is it something more than what we saw or... Mm. Or I guess the terms being that they're not going to be selling it anymore. They're going to mm-hmm, be leasing, leasing it. Mm. But yeah, she was like, yeah, like you're just some outsider. Like, right. And he was like, outsider? Like, this is my home. I'm just like, well, it's not your home no more. And when's the last time you've been back before this? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, she was like, Atlanta's your home. Like, Andre, look, I miss you. And he was like, yeah, I got to go finish this new deal. Bye. I was like... I was like the very rude because she Abrupt was abrupt. Right, she was like, "I miss you, like I miss your kiss, like you're a hug." And he said, eh, "Bye." Yeah, I was like, "One, you've been cheating." Um, so right. I get it. Your needs are met. Hers are not. Trash, and they ain't even been met. Met. Yeah, like dick is dry as hell. Like <laughs> <laughs> ain't got no but dusty or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He literally has it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like this is like literally like light skin and vibes. Like, wow, and paying some for kissing bi- like paying for bitches is lunches, paying for his her friends lunches. You ain't even really hit like wow. Ooh, me and who? Mm. Me and who? 
damn. Hi, yellow bitches. Hate y'all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're at the pink again, and Eloise, the mayor's secretary, came, and then she's just kicking with the girls, and Cliff is like, oh, well, look here. She done finally came back to the slums, kicking with the surfs. <laughs> <laughs> And then Eloise is like, yeah, let's, like, uh, have this conversation somewhere else. And they go to another room to talk. Right. And, like, she gives the tea. The tea. She was like, the casino's just the beginning. Like, they got plans to turn this town into some kind of candy land. And I'm like, for who? Like, it's like, the first the casino, there's an outlet. And they're trying to have some subdivision called Casey's Plantation. I was like, this is rude. Plantation? Uh, plantation. And the fact that we watched this on Juneteenth, I was like, this can- went from worse to worser. <laughs> It really did. Like, we already had that racist-ass Kyle Brothers. And then we had the B-roll with the Confederate, Confederate flag. flag. It. it was like, on this land? But now, apparently, they're trying to slip some more shit through on the low, but they gotta follow the law. And, like, she hands over a charter for city council and says that they can push through a casino without the city vote. And the only thing that can stop them is a petition for the citywide vote on the casino. And Clifford was like, you know these niggas don't vote. True. <laughs> and it's like, well. I'm niggas. Yep. <laughs> and she was like, well, like, one thing I do know, like, these niggas around here love them some titties on a Saturday night. Hey. So, hey, that might motivate somebody to vote. Be mm-hmm. like, you taking away my titties? Yeah. Like, on you a gotta, Saturday like, night? The name of whatever bill you're making is everything. It's everything. Yeah. And he was like, yep, more than they love God on a Sunday. <laughs> Love all the Southern sayings. Yeah, but apparently Mayor Ruffin reigns over Chuckalisa, but Uncle Clifford Sales is a mayor. A Pussy Valley. <laughs> I was like, every time Ooh. they say Pussy Valley in the show, I'm just like. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, this show technically is called Pussy, Pussy Valley. Pussy Valley. I was like, what is Pussy Valley? Like the pink? Or is it just like an area? I think or it was. Or like a state of mind? <laughs> a state of mind. Because remember when Loretta, when Grandma, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't call that woman anything but her name. They were like they put. She was like they pushed us all down by the river. So I'm thinking that that it, by the river was kind of a strip, and it's oh so and near a lake or like a river or something is always a valley just because of the way that um. ecological stuff flows. So it's a valley, lots of pussy. You got bars, drinks, strip oh. clubs. Oh, pussy valley. Look at that. Wow, look at me using my environmental science degree. Right. <laughs> They would be like, so how did you use your degree post-college? I'm like, well, I knew why they called it Pussy Valley because of the ecological way that rivers and valleys are always next to each other just because of the low, uh, the lowness of the water. It's just, it's just what happens. You know, science. Just mm. science, you know, it's just, just statistically lower. It's like, wow, that degree really went to good use. It did. Mm. Helping me with my podcast that I make no money on. <laughs> And then another twist, Clifford bailed Patrice out of jail. I was very confused. I forgot about her. I <laughs> thought her ass was just going to be brought in jail. Just rot in jail. And she would have been. But, but she was like, you bailed me out? He was like, ain't nobody descending from no heavens come bail your ass out. Like, I'm Jesus tonight, bitch. Right. It was like, no one, like, if Mercedes wasn't going to bail you out, it ain't was, nobody. Because what else family you got? That's kind of sad. You don't got nobody. Damn. Mm, like, did you even have a phone call? Like, who did you even call? Like. <laughs> she called Jesus. He said, um, sorry, I'm busy. Like, I do not have your bail. <laughs> <laughs> Pray on it for me. Right, and so she was just like, like, use a lie, like, you ain't paying no stacks for my bill. And she's like, yeah, you're right, like, I put down my club, because apparently they they allow people to put down their buildings property? and things. Yeah, property as collateral. Which um, I didn't understand, because I was like, what do you mean you put down the club, bitch? What's going on? 
Yeah, but she was just like, well, it's about to go on auction anyway, so I, it was a gamble I was willing to take. I'm like, I guess. But then if they do end up keeping the pink, how does that affect them? I don't know, but Clifford hmm. was like, you, no, uh, Patrice was like, you must want something. And Clifford was like, of course I do. Right. She was like, I don't make deals with devils. She's like, well, I do. And, and since I got you out, you, you owe, me. owe me. But apparently there's something about to go down with her church. Cause Clifford was like, you say you want that church? Like how much you willing to pay for it? Yeah, I was like, what you got up your sleeve, Clifford? I was, I was like, you must have a devious plan, because <laughs> ain't no way I'm bailing that woman out of jail. And I was like, how is Mercedes right. about to feel either? Right, I'm just like, this is a very vile woman, so there must be a good reason. Has to be. Gotta be. Because I was like, maybe the $20,000 that went into the building, like, she's going to resell the building and get that money back and put it back in the pink. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe she'll, like have to rally the congregation of whatever to save the pussy valley or out i was like maybe something with the petition maybe because patrice can really maybe like preach to people about why this casino shouldn't come i don't know thinking it's one of those things i don't know whatever it is i hope she doesn't like it just so she can suffer (laughs) (laughs) then we jump to autumn and she's calling andre while she's on the mound which i can't even call it a mountain um, yeah, they just call it the mounds. But yeah, she went on a date with him on. But she's like, yeah, thanks for paying my bill at the restaurant. And like, she wanted to see the view one more time before she leaves. And she thinks she's better as a memory. And that right. like, he's just right where he needs to be. Yeah, and he was like, wait, like, no. And she's like, nah, like, just goodbye. For, this goodbye. Is, this is, this this is, is the it. end. Just keep me as a memory. I was also like, you could have just said nothing. I mm. You could have sent a text for real, for real. She just wanted to, like, say goodbye. I know she's a Pisces because it's something dramatic as Pisces would do. <laughs> like, why did you have to call me to tell me that I should just be a memory? Just let yourself be a memory. True. I don't know. Maybe, like, she didn't want to just, like, leave without saying anything or if, like, he's looking for her. I don't Write know. Write him a letter then, bitch. I don't know. I, I that, she was owed her goodbye. She didn't even like him. Allegedly, that started. That made me think maybe she did actually really like him. I guess I never got that vibe. Because if she didn't care, like why even bother calling him just to say goodbye? Fair. I was just like, I didn't get that vibe. Like, yeah, they were really. That's why I'm saying she wasn't selling it to me because they kept trying to push this. Oh, I'm actually in love with you, and I was like, I never got that vibe. Yeah, I was like, do we? Like, is it because her bad acting that we're not getting the vibe? Like, I don't know. Maybe we had a different actor. They would have sold it better. Not sure. Yeah, I was like, maybe we just didn't have enough scenes maybe, with them being yeah. lovey maybe together. Maybe the way they wrote their... Or the way they interacted was just yeah. kind of like, it felt like for Autumn, it was just like business kind of. Yeah. Or like she wanted something more because that first kind of phone sex scene, I was like, I don't understand. It, yeah. it definitely seemed like I want something out of this or like I'm trying to lead you. Yeah, that one seemed like, okay, like she had she had a mission to get more information about the casino. And then the second one even, when they actually were kissing in person, that was just to get information about the casino. Mm-hmm. So I was like, where was the, I actually like you. I was like, right. when they went on the mounds date, I was like, that was it? That, that Two one against time one? Th- that they were at the diner together? Yeah. I don't. I was like, I didn't, I didn't get that. That felt like free meal to me, but whatever. Yeah, literally. But after she was like, oh, like, you're right where you need to be. He was like, well, try telling my wife that. I'm just like, no, why are you bringing up your why wife? Why are you bring up your wife? Like. Do you hate her? Just divorce go her. Go home to your wife. Let her be free. <laughs> you obviously do not like her. Right. You clearly do not have feelings for your wife anymore. But they hang up. 
Yep. And I don't know. This is the end of Andre and Autumn storyline. No, I know it's not. Fingers crossed. This is the end of their storyline. It's not. It's gonna be like that couple in Vita that kept just coming back for no goddamn reason. Man. That shit was so annoying. <laughs> Vita sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, then we're like at um some store and. A uh, Mercedes guy who usually has an ankle bracelet on, he's coming out of the store, but he has the guy that's babysitting it, actually, who's a child. Yeah, when he earlier was like, I have a fat squirrel babysitting it, I actually thought that he had a squirrel and, like, just put it a, a, Not a, a squirrel. literal squirrel, no. I was like, I was like, why would you call this child a fat squirrel? <laughs> I don't know. But he, like, does whatever to take the ankle bracelet off of him and put it back on. And then he's just like walking back in the store. And then he sees there's a missing person photo for Haley Colton next to the store. And I'm just like. And I think he was like, what the fuck? Right. So I'm like, oh, he recognized you, girl. It's over. Oh, no. You better be leaving tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I don't think she was in danger from him. But like, he was like, hmm, that bitch is missing. Like, I know that girl. She's at the, she's at yeah. the strip club. It's like, that's the beginning of the domino effect. Ugh. But since you had called Andre, like, right before then, I was like, was she planning on leaving, like... I think so. ...that same day or the morning? So maybe she'll be gone before anything else really happens? Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I was like, I don't want your character to be in danger, even though you're not really selling yeah. a lot to me. But I was like, you know, I'm always for a woman leaving and getting away from Yeah, like, I want her to get away with it. Yeah. Any predictions for next week's episode? Mm-hmm. I predict maybe something with... Derek in Mississippi, like he's about to find yeah, something out for sure. soon, especially with her posting videos of her and murder on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he already saw the video before, mm-hmm. so he's definitely want to see this and not be happy about it. I'm kind of hoping next episode is an autumn episode, an autumn heavy episode, because I'm like, I am kind of itching for the rest of how this is all going to play out, like the money, yeah. the getaway, Montavious. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've kind of, like, pretty much come to a conclusion about her daughter, like, what happened. Yeah. It was the hurricane. She tried to get away. Maybe yeah. drowned. Or I'm feeling like they might leave us with a cliffhanger. Because it's only two more episodes after this. Yeah, so we're going to get a lot of cliffhangers. We're going to get like. a cliffhanger. Which is okay, because the show is coming back. Yeah. So, there's time to address. That's fair. I do hate being, like, left with cliffhangers, though, and not having a season <laughs> right after to watch it. Mm, I don't mind. I feel like that's just just how the game goes. Yeah. I'm just like, well, he's on the episode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they've just been talking about they've been uh, taping for a while, though. Filming, yeah. Well, They're like, yeah, we're in production. I was like... Like, okay. I should be seeing it in the fall. Yeah. I think so. I think it's coming back when we come back around that time. Per. Just in time. <laughs> I wonder if Mercedes will leave or... Well, not leave with her, but help her get away. Hmm. I think maybe. Hmm. Like, maybe she'll hook her up with the guy in Atlanta, like, the coach that she knows. Hmm. So that they can link up. So she has, like, I hate to call it this, but, like, an underground railroad of sorts. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. On Juneteenth weekend. (sighs) (laughs) But, like, helping her get to Atlanta safely, like, and she'll have somebody to stay with so she doesn't have to start from scratch. I don't Hmm. know. Something like that. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe she's going to drive away in her little hoopty as far as it can go. Maybe that shit is breaking down at the next car like <laughs> I ain't never had a car that bad. Not all I drive is hoopties. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we can't get a 2008 Honda Civic. 
I don't know, maybe, maybe that's all that was available. At the <laughs> she was like, this is all I could afford. Yard. I was like, how much was this Girl, car? I want to get this from the junkyard. I want to know how much this car was. I do. I feel like that's important for, not for the storyline, just for me. <laughs> We're never like, going to find out. $150 is max, which you should have been paying for that car. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling this car is going to break down too. Because they keep, they keep. Any day now. They keep taking shots of the car. And, like, kind of, like, zooming in on, like, the rust and, like, the mm. the brokenness of it. I'm like, will it break down it's before like, she tries so to get away? How sick would it be if, like, the last money transfer they go, the car, <laughs> car breaks, breaks down? down. <laughs> I'm, then I'm like, well, Mercedes has her car on the impound now. Like, maybe that's True. how Mercedes will get her away. It's a very recognizable car, though. It is. You niggas need to get you a 2008 Honda Civic. Right. I'm trying to tell you. You can be incognito. Incognito. Okay. okay. <laughs> I got four for 12. Four for 12. I got, I got four for 12. I got, I got keychains. Keychains 15. Keychains 15. Hey, hey, you. Psst, come here. Come here. Me? Yeah, you. Come here. You want some merch? What is it? I got some 1.5 merch for the low. You want you want some? 1.5? 1.5 lesbians. I got I got some of the merch for the low. You want it? You want it? You want this merch? I got I got bookmarks for 12. I got stickers. I got four stickers for 12. I got keychains. One keychain for $15. You know, it's a good deal. It's on the low, though. Keep it on the low. But where can I get it? You can get it from 1.5lesbians.com. But not now, though. Not now. You're making it hot. You're making it hot. Okay. You got to wait till episode 100 to get the goods. You got it. All right. You know what the prices are? It's four bookmarks for 12, four stickers for 12, and one keychain for 15. You got that? Mm. Remember that shit. When you gonna get it? Oh, episode 100. All right, then. Thank you, you. you. You never saw me here. Never. Who, who are you? Don't worry about it. This week on Dumb Bitch News, we got some real dumb bitches in the house. We got, we got some, some real, real dumb, dumb bitches in the house. house. I want to start with Nick Cannon. So, where do we start with child number? He's on child number seven. Well, the two that were just born were five and six, and he's having another one in like two weeks. Uh, another? The... Him, NBA Youngboy, and Future, they have breeding kinks. I don't want to hear it. They, he, <laughs> they have breeding kinks. Uh, maybe, uh, I don't know what else it could be. And Nick Cannon is, like, predisposed for, like, twins or some shit. Because why he got oh, some... Oh, true. Yeah, he already got one pair of twins. He got... You might got some more in them jeans. He has the one with Mariah and these ones now. And I was like, that's... Yeah. Too much possibility for multiples. You need to stop shooting up the stop club. Stop shooting up the club. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he has another one. The girl's name is, like, Alyssa Scott. Not that it's relevant. But she, like, confirmed that she's expecting with another like Father's Day post. And she was like, yeah, like, um, she was like, yeah, I'm having like Nick Cannon's baby. But I'm like, what makes Mm. Nick Cannon think that he has like the best sperm on the planet? He must impregnate everyone. Yeah, like what is so good about Nick Cannon's dick? Like, oh, it can't be good. I, (laughs) I've seen this nigga walking around Howard University with the head wraps we get at the beauty (laughs) supply store. Like it's not that good. He also never went to class, so I was like... So, what, he was just walking around campus just to say he was walking around? Bruh, to take pictures with people, I swear. Those are sick. Yeah, he would just be walking around campus and everybody would be like, oh my god, it's Nick Cannon, can I get a picture with you? And then he would stop and take a picture with them. 
uh, most times, like, I heard he didn't even go to class because he was in school of B, and I had friends in school of B that took a class with him. I believe Janelle was in a class with him. Oh, okay. But she was like, yeah, he never shows in class. <laughs> I was like, was he doing online classes? Did no, he fail? we didn't have online that semester. So how He was he writing off of, pass? I'm Nick Cannon. Like, Nigga, I have other things to do. You're at school. Yeah, and him and that head wrap is just blowing me because I'm like, there's nothing under there besides uh. male pattern baldness. <laughs> but anyway, um, stop the celebrity to weird child name pipeline. Yeah, didn't he, he name one of them literally Zillion Air? Like, and then everybody clapped. Like, mm, boo. <laughs> yeah, one is Zillion Air, the twins, and other oh, twin boys. I thought Zillion Air was gonna was a girl. Um, that's new for me. But and the other one is Zion Mixolydian Mixologist. Mm. I hate making fun of children's names because it's not their decision. You know, it's not the kids' fault. But but can you imagine being like, "Yeah, my name's Zillion." If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with Mixolydian, you may be entitled to financial compensation. (laughs) Literally, this medicine-sounding ass. Yeah, I was just like, um. I don't get it. I, I yeah, the name Zillion Arrows. <laughs> like, are you serious? <laughs> like, I feel like the f- the first kids already have unique names enough. Monroe Was- and Morocco, and they call them like Row and Rock for short or something like that. Okay. I was like, these are already a little weird, but acceptable. Mm-hmm. The the next few kids, I'm not. I don't think I know all their names, but. Why? Let's look them up. What's that? The last one, Powerful Queen. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking for those kids. Like these poor children. Golden Cannon, Powerful Queen, Moroccan, Monroe, Zion, and Zillionaire. What was that? Say the first two again? Golden. Golden? Yeah. That is his child mm. with. That's the second. No. Why? You know what? I'm actually not surprised. I was like, why are all his girlfriends slash wives light skinned? Yep, he has a type. Okay. He said light light skinned only. Only. Yikes. Um. Okay. Yeah. Men are so predictable. One of his. Okay, I. You know what? This is why I wanted to talk about it because I was side eyeing because the newest one. The newest girl is one of the models from the Wild and Out show. He's messed with a lot of Wild and Out girls. I was like, that feels like, you know, isn't that like illegal? Like your boss, like that's not illegal boss and employee. Maybe, maybe he's not their boss. Oh, not like their technical boss. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was really side-eyeing the whole thing. I was or like, maybe they're like former Wild and Out girls, so then after, yikes. maybe. But we all know what was going on. That's right? not kosher. Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard anything bad about it. Like, I've, I've heard never of... heard like no Wild and Out girl has said yeah, yeah, like yeah. he did anything foul or nothing. No, so no, I'm no. like, well, I'm maybe not... it's unethical. But... Yeah, yeah. I just like side-eyed because I'm like, mm, I hate when like bosses are start dating their employees and they're like yeah it's consent i was like mm. yeah like we need to dead that and people be like fantasizing about like boss employee Weird. shit and i'm like let's dead that shit right now yeah because in 20s that was a storyline i was like yeah i hate i'm just like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
fucking your boss. I'm sorry, that's not sexy to me. I don't know. I'm like, it's one thing, like, if your boss is fine and you could just be like, yeah, my boss is fine as shit. I don't, I'm like, that's really as far as I would want to take it. I don't know. I just. Also, none of y'all bosses be crossing fine. lines. Like, and I got to go back to work on Monday? Like, no. Bitch, I don't even to retire early. Like, yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, like, and I got to go to work on Monday after fucking you to my $7.25 hour. <laughs> no, I need a raise at least. Like, are you kidding? I'm like, unless I'm like fucking like my boss's boss and I like never see them when I'm at work. Like, yeah. I, I have to see you on Monday? What the hell? No, thanks. Yeah, dead boss employee relationships. It never works and it's not going to work. And it's just, I don't know. Don't you feel weird about the imbalance of power? I do. It feels, it seems a bit weird to me. Yeah, I do feel uncomfortable with the imbalances of power that, because it's just, it's too many. Because yeah. then if the relationship breaks off, then it's like, well, I still have to work for you. Now it's awkward. Or like if somebody has animosity towards another one, it just kind of spirals. Like yeah. just, if you, if your boss is really that fine, just think your boss is fine and just in peace. If your boss just that. think your employee is fine in peace and just leave it as that. Because like when, maybe once you both leave the job. Yeah. I'd be like, or one or one of y'all don't work there no more. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't and know. don't date y'all coworkers either. I'm telling you, unless you're leaving. Like. Yeah, it doesn't work. Don't. Not that I've done it because I have the mind of a mastermind, yeah. obviously. <laughs> but um, yeah. I'd be like, unless it's not someone I, one of my coworkers I see all the time. Like, it could be one of the other coworkers that like you'd have to work in a completely different department. Yeah, be in a different department than me. But. Yeah, people be working retail and fast food, dating y'all coworkers. Like, it's happened a lot when I've worked retail or fast food. Mm. And they're like, yeah, we're dating. And I'm like, this is messy. Like, when I worked at the sushi place, everybody was fucking. I didn't realize until I left. I was like, oh, these niggas was fucking each other? Ew. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) I'm just like, this just seems awkward. I'm just like, now, like, I'm forced to see you when I go to work. That's too much time together. Like, first, I'm already at work. Who the fuck wants to be at work? Yeah. And then I got to deal with somebody I fucked working with me. Like, let's not. Yeah. Especially if it goes bad. I yeah. don't know. I just, and it would always go bad. Even if it's good. I'm just like, mm, I don't know. Something's going to something's gonna go amiss. But some people, like, get off on that. Because there was one guy that worked at the sushi place. And he would try to, like, fuck every new girl that came in. Mm. It was just weird. I was He's like. got a problem, yeah? I was like, mm, I don't know if this is a kink, yeah. But, you know, I'm shaming it, y'all. <laughs> I was like, so there's something... Something yeah. going on here. Because I remember therapy. he would therapy. try to flirt with me, and I was like, I'm gay, love. Be easy. <laughs> and he was like, you gay for real? And then I took off my wig. Well, not in the workplace, but, like, <laughs> I had, like, my faded top, my faded, like, kind of, like, hair top yeah. afro thing. He was like, oh, you're gay. I was like, yeah. I was like, please leave Not me showing alone. the haircut as evidence. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, please leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, him, Inmate Youngboy, and Future, they all got breeding kinks or something. Just, a lot of niggas got breeding kinks, if we're really being real about it. It's weird. I don't get it. They're like, oh, I was on this, I would, I've been sent to this earth to, like, populate the earth with my sperm and, like, leave my legacy. A lot right. of rich guys have that specifically, because they're like, well... I'm the greatest and I can do anything. And I mean, it's really just patriarchy. Right. They're like, I'm, I must leave a legacy behind on this earth. Y'all legacy don't be nothing. I must but pass on my last name. Coding syrup and <laughs> abuse and trauma. Okay. Literally abuse and trauma. Um, speaking of abuse and trauma. Girl, the baby. This is a not safe place for the baby. Absolutely not. Repost this episode if this is not a safe space for the baby. 
Yeah, and I remember somebody tried to come in our DMs on the podcast DMs, and they were like, uh, it was episode whatever, it's entitled Diet Homophobia, and we're talking about DaBaby, because, like, this is before all yeah, this shit Yeah, that was, like, came, an early episode. Very early. This is before everything kind of came out, and they were like, oh, DaBaby is this, DaBaby that. I was like, please listen to further episodes, because we have gone further into depth about how we yeah. no longer... I didn't even think we supported him at any point. We we're just kind of yeah. like, yeah. I never really liked him. Yeah, I was like, this he was simply that dude attached to Megan. Meg, and we we're like, eh, kind of don't like it, but you know, but he's, he's probably here. diehomophobic. Like, yeah, like I said, I think we literally said I was like, all these men are the same. Like, he's yeah. probably all the isms. Yeah, all the shits. Like, and as we can see, as that we can is see, very true. Yeah. So I don't know if this was the beginning of it, but he had like retweeted this tweet of someone saying like, oh. I guess the baby and Tory Lanez are cool now because they both shot somebody and don't have to do no jail time. And he had like retweeted it. Yikes, weirdo. So I was like, I don't know. I think they have like a song coming out together or something like that. I don't know. A lot of these niggas did not want to work with Tory Lanez before he shot Meg. Let's wake it up. It's weird. It's weird. And you're supposed to be her work husband or some other shit like that. Come on now. Right. But then, so he was like, oh, like, I tried to delete it, but, like, it literally, like, it was an accident. Like, they literally wouldn't let me unretweet it. He, like, posted a video of him trying to unretweet it. And just like, okay. I mean, the video is showing that it it won't let him unretweet it, but But I'm like. But you retweeted on purpose. It's a two-step factor. It's hard to believe you did it on accident. I have accidentally retweeted something before, but, like. It's very hard. It's two steps to retweet some shit. It's, it's very it was very timely this tweet so i don't believe it was accident but then um meg tweeted out she said support me in private and publicly do something different these industry men are very strange this situation ain't no damn beef and i really wish people would stop downplaying it like it's some internet shit for likes and retweets and she's right because this man shot her if we must remind you yet again that is not something that's like "Ooh, i don't want to hang out with him anymore you put my life at risk because i rejected you or whatever the story what what was the official story that came out what? I don't even we never even got what happened between them like no details which I guess that's within their right to keep private yeah but it's like yeah literally it was just like they were arguing and then she was shot like, yeah I'm just like only one person had a gun here so yeah. I feel like either way you spin it like you didn't have to shoot me literally <laughs> but um yeah the baby quote tweeted and was like you done let folks get the best of you i don't got no bad energy for you like you know i'm not no industry nigga yes you are you're literally signed to a major label i don't care what you say you are an industry nigga um he was like you let them fool you into thinking that and you tripping like stand on what you stand on without feeling like i'm against you stay focused my g and i was like what right and she was like she quoted it she said my stance hasn't changed like yours has and they already talked about it in private and he said like that didn't even no good business move why would i promote that shit yet here you are promoting that shit literally you're literally on a song with it i'm like that's not good business but you're doing it like make it make sense <laughs> but she said yeah you stay on your business yeah, and then he's just, I think he's was, just the last tweet, yeah. He was just like, you ain't tweeting nothing, I ain't tell that nigga directly. Like, I told him the same shit. I'm just like, and he said, whoever cleared it, cleared it, so what? what? Like, it's not enough of my business for motherfuckers to be feeling the type of way about my pretty chocolate ass. Boy, shut the fuck up, you Pontiac-looking ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga said pretty. Okay. He said, getting into that, don't feed my people. Nigga. I'm sorry. These blink blonk beats don't feed your niggas either. And I was like, I look, look at Meg's page. She had like two tweets tops about this. He got like five, six, seven tweets about this shit. 
Like, who is really... Yeah, and then have the nerve to be like, I ain't no, I'm not for the internet. It'd be niggas who Twitter fingers down talking about, I ain't no internet nigga. Nigga, you look fucking stupid as hell. I was like, you done put like 10 tweets in the last hour about the same situation. About the same shit. Log off. Get on the burner. Go on Tumblr. Why somebody just quote retweet one of my tweets when in November 20th, 2020, I said, I don't want no more of the baby features on Megan's shit. And somebody was like, we got our wish. Love to see it. Because he even after he's just tweeting, he was like, I don't even go back and forth with my own bitches on the net. Now I'm on this going back and forth with another nigger woman about some shit another nigga accused of, how that worked. And I'm like, how does she just get downgraded to just another nigga's woman? Like, who the fuck even is her man? Like, we don't even know who we that don't nigga know it is. is. I mean, he came in the mix and was like, you're done talking to yeah, her. Like, I, I'm glad he was like defending her. But we didn't forget about that live, though. We didn't um, um. still have questions. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking at the quote tweets to that tweet. And somebody was like, yeah, y'all like back in November. They're like, y'all sweet sleep. I like them as a duo. Y'all don't see too many boy and girl duos. I like them. I like them. All right. Oh, shut the fuck I up. have the foresight. I have the third <laughs> eye. No, but you're whack. Like she was yeah. really carrying him. Him and Tory Lanez, Bro. and it's only going to be the abusive, misogynistic ass niggas who are like, I hate Meg, or for whatever reason. And it's really yeah. sad, actually, that because I did at a certain point, like, at least feel as if the baby was genuinely, like, cared for her in some manner, like, as much yeah. as, as, I guess, a nigga could. Who yeah. Is, <laughs> a nigga. Yeah, who is a nigga. But, like, I felt that. He, or I felt that he should have maybe, maybe, because I don't know the inner workings of them. So I felt like he yeah. should have, because I was like, you know, she makes sure that you eat. She puts you on your her projects. Right. And I was like, I she's feel like really carrying you on her back. Right. Really giving you more publicity than it is her. If anything, she actually swaddled you, put you on your back, tied you to her rib cages, and is carrying you through the industry. Literally. So <laughs> let's not get too big for our bridges now. I mean, the bridge has been burned already, and I don't think we'll see any more the Baby Meg features. Hallelujah. Hate yeah. that it had to end this way. Yeah, but it's like, hate that she had to learn the hard way that these niggas really ain't shit. But it's really, it's really sad because it's just like, I feel like a lot of her, I don't know, I guess entourage, like, because that Kelsey girl. Yeah, they she lost out. like a bunch of friends too because they were siding with Tory Lanez. Over Why? what? He shot her. <laughs> like, if we go to the root. She was shot by him. There, I'm sorry. There's nothing in the world that is like, I don't know. Actually, I can't say that. There are some shootable offenses. But I'm like, what possibly could have been so terrible to come out of Meg the Stallion's mouth? Yeah. That. You felt the need to shoot her. To shoot. There's, I don't feel like there's a lot of things that anyone can say that like warrant someone being shot. You know what I mean? Like when I yeah. usually hear about people being shot, well... You know what? Actually, I can't say that because there are quite a few niggas that do get shot for their mouth. That's... Yep. You know what? We're, <laughs> redact all of that. <laughs> but I just can't... I, yeah, a lot of people are, like, siding with Tory Lanez. I don't get it because the music's not that good. He's not attractive. Yeah. He's not, like, a cooler pers- personality. Like, yeah. I guess, like, what? It was at the beginning of quarantine. That If we're going to yeah. say that's his claim to fame, for real. I was like, but that's... It's not even that much. And that's long gone. Yeah, like, it's over. Like, Tory Lanez is not pulling in major amounts of bread. I don't even think... Like, what is his net worth? 
Like, not that money is everything, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, I'm like, what are the redeeming qualities? There is no redeeming qualities. I don't get it. Like, niggas are genuinely, He's like, balding. <laughs> badly. Like, from the middle of his head outward. Not even from the front back. Damn. Going out sad. Going out sad. I mean, the head looks like a pine cone. <laughs> the forehead is astronomical. Like, this is coming from a big foreheaded bitch as well. <laughs> I just don't get it. Yeah, and I don't get that they're, like, people who genuinely believe that, like, Meg was lying about being shot and, like, they just don't believe it. I was just like, I don't, like, we see all the facts, no? And he's going to court. Literally going to court for it. And they're like, nah, like, you didn't really get shot, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what? Like, y'all are unwell. I also just don't get the Meg hate. I don't understand it. They hate women. They just hate black women. That's, That's fair. It. That's very true. That's and very it true. makes no sense to me. Yeah, I just don't get it. Like, and I guess she's getting the brunt of a lot of this because, okay, not to be a barb, but it is very reminiscent of that early, like, or that mid-2000s Nikki hate, weird hate train where it was kind of, like, orchestrated behind the scenes. Like, now, like, as I look at more interviews and, like, read more things and, like, look into it more, I'm like, it kind of was a little bit orchestrated by, like, labels and, like, different interviewers. Like, I know, like, The Breakfast Club definitely had a hand in that. Mm, for I sure. don't doubt that. Because, like, she would go on interviews and embarrass niggas if they was not prepared properly. And, like, she would tell people how it was. And, like, she would tell them to their face, like, you're not prepared, you're not professional, all this other stuff. Period. So it's kind of reminiscent of that a little bit. Hmm. And I guess also because I see a little bit of similarities as well because Nikki was, like, the black female rapper of her time. And, like, Meg is... I don't want to... She's not the only one. She's, like, the it She's very prominent. She's pretty much our, like, only prominent n- not that Meg is dark skin but she's monoracial black girl would you say that as well like she's like our most pro- like the most prominent rap girl right now I guess and she's not like mixed she's not light skinned she's not skinny she's not well, small she's almost light skinned she's light enough I'd argue that and I mean, like that's just difference in opinion, really. Like, yeah, I mean, she's on the cusp. I wouldn't even say. I she's think on if the she cusp. stayed inside for a few months, I'm screaming, like, not inside. Like, if she didn't get some sun for a while, she might get a little bright. <laughs> I don't even think she's that light. Like, I think it's just a difference in lighting that is going on now. Yeah, she's not that light. But yeah, it's it's kind of reminiscent of that a little bit, like the tides turning against a prominent black rapper who speaks her mind and like doesn't really care what others think about her and like is very vocal about that i don't know yeah i mean it's literally they just hate women like it's the same shit again yeah they hated nikki because she was a woman they hate Meg because she's a woman. Because you can't say shit about the bars. Yeah. You can't say shit about the music. Mine is good news. Like, you can't say shit about it. Like, <laughs> Sorry, Meg. <laughs> Listen, you made a bad album, you make it a bad album. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. But, yeah, it's true. I just don't... I guess maybe my head just can't wrap around misogyny. Yeah, because at the end of the day... It, it doesn't make doesn't sense. It doesn't make sense. Like, it's not logical at all. Yeah. yeah she's like a she's a woman making her own money and like doesn't really need men to like raise her up like 
Yeah, I think that's the yeah. most prominent similarity. And she's like me. always showing her ass. Yeah. Um, and I feel like maybe that also gives niggas license to be like, okay, well, you a thought and you always got your ass on the internet. You always doing this, you doing that. Like, I don't even need to respect you. Yeah. Like, that type shit. Yeah. I think the biggest similarity between her and Nikki and like this weird turning of the tides hate for me is that they both didn't need men to elevate their status. Like, their status is greater than the men that they're with. I feel like Nikki's. She was concurrent with Drake and Wayne. Yeah, I was like, it helped a little bit because she was affiliated with Young Money and all that. But I wouldn't say they raised her status. I would say she was barred. She was neck and neck with them. Yeah, she had bars anyway. Yeah, she held her own. But I think it probably helped. It definitely helped to have like a cohort to go with. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say Nikki ever needed. Yeah, she never needed anybody on the track. Yeah, she never needed anybody on the track. And that's a fact. Like, check that. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The barb jumped out? Never need it. I mean, I mean. Listen, rewind back to 2010. I Who w- was touching? I her? was a bit of a bob. I was a bit of a bob, love. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But speaking of niggas hating women, um, do you want to talk about Chloe Bailey? And... Oh, brother. Let's chat about it. Y'all Just... niggas hate women. Y'all hate extra women. I think that's what the problem is. And some, as someone who's extra. I'm tired of it because if we don't do the most, who will? <laughs> I was like, I understand people were like, oh, it was the most for the song. I was like, okay, whatever. But like, I didn't really care. Like, yeah. Like if you've seen, so basically what happened this week, Chloe Bailey did a rendition of Nina Simone's Feeling Good. And there was also a performance attached to it. Where which, she was just dancing a lot and lip syncing. She was dancing a lot. She was lip syncing. She was wearing a sparkly bodysuit. I watched it. Was it a lot? Yes. But also, she's like, what, 20, 22? Yeah, she's 22. Like, she's allowed no, to be a lot. 23? Maybe. Like, somewhere early 20s. She's also she's a performer. Like a she's an entertainer. Much. She's in an industry where sex sells. She's allowed to be a lot. And as somebody who's a lot, like, y'all just can't handle it. <laughs> now, was... It, I don't want to say it was a lot in the wrong way, because yeah. that... I think if she that. had like a upbeat song. Yeah, like the song was just too slow for the for all the extra. Like yeah. I would have cut the dance moves in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would have turned the mic on. I think yeah, because I'm like <laughs> I would live. rather hear the live vocals and you do yeah. less than the extra like theatrics and you're not singing at all. Um yeah. I think the moves just could have been different, but I liked the extraness of yeah, it. Yeah, I was like I think she did well. Yeah, I think it was. Like, I think it was fine. Like she, it was a good performance. And Nina Simone was sexual. So right, they were like, actually, girl, like she, Nina Simone was dancing naked on tables and shit. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think people uh, desexualize a lot of like black elders and black like. I don't want to call her an ancestor. I mean, she's passed, but like black predecessors, like people kind of desexualize them because mm-hmm. they weren't sexual in the way that we see people as sexual now. Yeah. But it's like they're kind of the same. Yeah, like I mean, I don't think the performance and the song match. Like I'm not gonna see her and say that I think those things both matched. But I think the performance was good. Like I'm watching it on mute right now. It's a good performance. Yeah, like, I just she think the good. song didn't match the performance, and that's okay. But mm-hmm. I don't think people should villainize her for being extra or being an extra person or whatever. Like let her be extra. Yeah, but I'm like. Well, she done signed up for it now. I'm like, girl, this is just the beginning. This is the beginning. Like, this is just the beginning. It's just going to keep happening. And yeah. 
especially because they keep put they keep posting a lot yeah i'm like i don't know did your team tell you guys yeah increase your internet presence yeah they really have every day they post, post a selfie something. i'm like yes you're beautiful i'd love to see you but i'm yeah. like why are you posting all the time i don't know it just feels weird to me i was like you know what do what you want i know i never get tired of looking do at your faces. i'm gonna still double tap the photos <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny um the memes that came after it because someone like did a rendition of her dance and they were like swirling oh, on the floor yeah. and they're like Chloe Bailey doing a, a, <laughs> a tribute for Jesus. <laughs> she do be doing a lot though. And I was like, and still did it well. She does it well. She does a lot well. She and does it well. You know what? Some people are just extra and that's okay. That's fine. Like, and I like Chloe's dancing and I think she does her own choreography a lot of the time mm-hmm. too. So I'm like, oh, like I'd love to see your choreography on like for this song or that yeah. song. I like, like, I like seeing her dance. Like she likes to dance, obviously. Yeah, she likes to dance. She's confident. She's feeling herself. Like I like to see her confident too. Like I think that I really, I don't know why uh, Hallie wasn't in the performance. I don't know. Do you it know? It was just one. She was the only one on the song. Oh, okay. It's just Chloe on the song. Oh, yeah, she did release the song. I was like, uh, I would have liked to hear Hallie in some vocals. Mm-hmm. It was just, just a Chloe. And oh, also, okay. Hallie is in the UK right now. Oh. Filming for The Little Mermaid. See, I just haven't been keeping up with The Little Mermaid. I thought that filming was done. I was like, when the fuck is this movie coming out? <laughs> it's been a minute. Can we agree on that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because they be announcing shit early. Like, that was, like, we've been known because they just casted her. Oh. So, like, we've been hearing about it for a Ever. long time, and now they're actually in the filming process. So, maybe we'll see it next year. She is really twerking her ass to this Nina she Simone. She is. is. I was like, my only critique was, like, that one move where she was, like, on the floor, and she was, like, like she, like, yeah, moved, yeah. like, that's, three times. I was like, that... girl, cut that move out. I didn't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Not her dropping it low to Nina Simone. Drop it low. For Nina. Drop a low for Nina. And apparently all of this eventually spiraled into Nina Simone's daughter and granddaughter getting exposed for embezzlement. I was like, how did we Not get here? Not the granddaughter, just the mother. Was, oh, just the mother? She was the only one. Who I'm was, yelling. It, bro, this just snowballed quick because apparently like Nina Simone was just a terrible mother. <laughs> like I was like, oh, so that's why she was extorting your money after you didn't. Because she didn't leave any money for her in the will or something Lord. like that. So I was like, okay, um... You know what? Interesting developments. She made feeling good sexy. Maybe it was feeling good. I we'll thought go. it was a good cover. I think it's a good cover. I think like vocally, it's really good. Yeah, I was like, anything she sings sounds great. Yeah, beautiful voice. Great arrangements, everything. I'm sure she probably produced that too. Mm-hmm. I also just I love the stills of the performance. Like I think, like I said, I think the performance is good and the song is good. I'm not sure if I necessarily like them together, but I don't hate them together. Yeah. It is a bit funny though. I, I liked won't it. lie. <laughs> It is a bit funny. I mean, when Chloe be doing a little extra on stage, it's just a little funny. <laughs> it is a little funny because she's so into it and it's just, yeah. I don't know why it's funny to me. Right. Because there's this performance with um, her and Hallie. They're at some Verizon thing mm-hmm. and her outfit, it's like a orange, yellow, red thingy mm-hmm. or whatever. She was doing a lot and Chloe, and Hallie was not doing, <laughs> the, I was like. I was like, we, get it, we gotta get on the same accord, please. Yeah, I was like, you gotta tone it down so you guys can be in, in sync. together. But also I was like, you know what, that's fine. Like y'all are a duo, I one w- can do something else. I wonder if she would think about being like a backup dancer for other artists. Not a backup dancer. Like, or a choreography or whatever. But like, I'm like, I would love to see her like 
some type of dance production. Yeah, I'm thinking like maybe like a featured dancer in a music video or, or something. something. Yeah, I would love to see her in like a dance role. Yeah, because I think she posted like one dance video like mm-hmm. on her Instagram, I think. And I was like, okay, like I could see that. And then I was listening to Rochelle Jordan's album and Broken Steel came on and I was like, Mm, I was like, I could actually see Chloe doing some really nice choreography mm-hmm. to this song. Yeah, I would love to see her, like, do something. I don't know. Channel that dancing. Yeah, definitely. I would like to see more of her dancing and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the Ayanla show where she's like, what would Nina Simone think about you dropping it low? <laughs> Do that dance move in front of this Nina Simone picture. Because <laughs> you know she would make her do it. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> <sighs> so funny. Yeah. Um. Wow, it's been episode 98. Yep, episode 98. Two more until break, y'all. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. whoop well, whoop. I guess y'all will maybe not be happy, but... Whoop, whoop for whoop, us. Whoop. <laughs> We're tired. Our brains are in. I don't have to, we don't have to record in this hot ass apartment. Yeah, it's hot as fuck. Yeah. We gotta cut the fan off for the audio. We care about our audio. It's like 88 degrees right now. In here, it's probably 97 at least. Terrible. Yeah, episode 98. Hope you guys enjoyed. Two more episodes until we're off the air. We kind of just said that. You oh, just repeated yourself. I don't fucking know. My brain is melting. <laughs> <laughs> We're melting. Melting. Mm. Away, away, away. <laughs> Bye. That wraps up this week's episode of One and a Half Lesbians. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1.5lesbians and let us know what you thought about this week's episode. We hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Stay, Stay gay. Oh, hi, my twerking skills are unmatched. Genetic code made my ass fat. I'ma talk shit while I write the dick. I'ma give you multiple clapbacks. Got bow ties and suspenders. Snapbacks and fanny packs. Ooh, my.